Hey, you're listening Thursday night, season four, episode 30. It's great. Sitting around the table, council chamber, that's a good name for it. Yeah, yeah. around the, in, in the council chambers here. Uh, Mock reading from Durgeddon's journal, translating to common, I assume. So Yeah, just in common, right? I mean, yeah. For it is written in. Lose uh, a lot of poetry. It's written what? in Dwarven. It's written in Dwarven. I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to like bleed drama in the situation here. <laughs> it's not dramatic enough. Mock's like, this is Dwergar! Oh, no, wait, that's just an uncommon dwarf word. Uh, I got it. <laughs> Wait, you I didn't. No, no, no. I didn't do well in dwarvish class. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a reader. <laughs> not a reader. <laughs> I like short sentences in the runes. All right. Read the first several entries. Uh, uh, Arundel's Arundel uh, uh, gave him this journal as a gift, and uh, he wasn't sure how to use it. Six months later, his first true entry about having to exile someone uh, basically to death in the in the in the snow um, and then eventually uh, and, and general turning, challenges right? and but also you're hearing the story of Kunjakar right. beginning to uh, beginning to thrive uh, their their trade just starting to happen right they're starting to send out trade wagons um, to to nearby places. and like the the, uh, the different forces somewhere were advocating for another home like that's now it's time to leave this refugee place. Arundel, uh, Arundel, his his uh, advisor was um, argued that this was a temporary home, and uh, and Durgen felt very strongly that it wasn't, and uh, said that they had, they'd gotten an argument. Then we had decided we're staying. All right. So, <laughs> the, the next only, only ice cream sandwiches from here on out. All right. The next entry. <laughs> the next entry reads. Because now I have to have it written so I can do the full thing. I'm going to wait for Dan to finish. <laughs> I can eat in the kitchen if that's, if that's preferable. Uh, just just the, the bag is the only thing. Once you're done. I'm, I'm going to be reading this the journal. Unless it's more vacant. Oh, that like a six-foot sub. Can I have three? Yes, okay, bag is done. Bag is done. Did you get okay. six bucks for 20? Okay. Oh, I have to do a voice for it, don't I? I'll read it in the third uh, you, you want your face cards? What is left of a dwarf's honor when he abandons his word? This question troubles me as Arundel continues to remind me how we swore to keep no secrets from each other. And yet I must. Why can he not accept this? Arundel's anger is silent, his eyes like osmium when I can coax a glance. It has been three days. When will I be released from this coiling chill in my gut? Two days later, an emissary came for the amulets this morning. I could not wash my hands of it fast enough. It is good to be rid of that work at last. If I never see Adric's face again in these halls or the next, it will be too soon. A day later. By the All-Father's Forge, I shall never understand that mage's mind. Arundel has undone my name with treachery and deceit. 
One of the eight gems we returned was a decoy, a fake, created so that he might keep one of the true gems for himself to do more than knows what. He has locked himself in his study, promising answers if only I give him time. I have half a mind to break down that bloody door and demand it now, but what will I do if he refuses? And if the answers he gives do not satisfy the wild betrayal of his clan, I have sent men to die for less in the frozen wastes. And yet the way forward is shrouded in the murk of dust and shadow. A day and a half later. Well, I guess it's not probably labeled as morning and evening. A day later. It looks like he's tired as he writes it. It's <laughs> got an evening hand. <laughs> <laughs> dwarves have two alphabets. It could be dated with the time. I mean, dwarves uh, are record keepers. It's true. It could be dated with the time. Next entry. The Pool of Souls. I would not have believed it if not for my own eyes. Arundale has brought me into his sight, and in that ritual I knew the truth of it. The dark source of those accursed gems. The Pool of Souls, a myth no longer. Adric must be mad. I should have known when I first heard of his rampage. Sigrun's death upended him as I have never seen, and many Dwergar suffered greatly the fury of his grief. But never would I have expected him to go so far as this. Damn my word and damn my honor. We must send word to Amberhelm. Same day. Later entry. All our attempts to make contact have been thwarted. There is no way to send word beyond the mountain with Arundel's magic. We are about to be sieged. Every bone in my body knows it to be true, though my heart rages against what, mu- what this must mean. Adric, what have you done? The next entry is dated two weeks later on the next page. We are losing this war. For weeks, the orcs have hounded us, prevailed against our every defense, avoided our traps, their knowledge of the tunnels and our armaments uncanny to the point of impossibility. Last night, I sent Arundel away, under protest, he would have me add. But the tunnel is sealed now. There is no undoing it. Any more than a single escapee in the orcs would surely catch them all. But still, I must ask myself if it is wisdom or selfishness that chose me to save Arundel, my advisor, my mage, my partner in the forge, my partner in life. He was the key to everything I ever accomplished. Without him, I am nothing. Everything I have ever made, every scrap of renown I earned belonged to him also, for without his magics, I am but a mere journeyman. So if history judges me selfish, perhaps they might also forgive. Before he left, I asked Arundel to prepare a scroll that will seal this journal away for hundreds of years. If all goes well, it will be found by one of Adric's own, but far enough descended to protect them from, the, from that sinister fear of unwelcome truth. I must trust their honor in this, for I have nothing more to give but my life. To whomever finds this journal, I make this plea. Do not let the truth die with Kunjakar. <laughs> Game good. The rest of the pages are blank. Okay. Durgeddon was make so sure. vague with his first journal entries, and then got so <laughs> eloquent towards the end. <laughs> you just gotta get in the rhythm. You just close like, ah. Just like, trying to make sure. So heavy. In a, a train-to-train situation. Avoiding train-to-train. So, just to be clear on the information that was given there. Arundel swapped I will print out. this out and have it for you guys. I put it in Slack. Arundel swapped out one of the gems for a fakie. And then we're going to Adric. Yeah, and then clearly researched what it was. Researched. Oh, is that what? So yeah, he locked himself away. Okay, against yeah. the will of of, uh, of Durgeddon until he got and just took time in his so lab to he find out what, what he exactly was is this treasonous when he did that. And then is it that Arundel found out? I mean, or? he was. T- 
even if yeah. you discover yeah. something good, it was treasonous at the yeah. time. It was. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but he connected it to this legend of the pool of souls. The pool of souls, which is awesome. <laughs> of course it's awesome. That We're is. awesome. Pool of souls, pool of souls what, what, what Durgeddon said was yes. Arundel brought me into his sight, and oh, in okay. that ritual I knew the truth of it. Okay. That's what he wrote. That's connected with the, the dark source souls. of those accursed gems. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, right. So the idea is that Durgeddon made amulets to house these gems that were brought to him, perhaps. And these were the amulets that he gave to his daughters, of the purpose of which we do not know. Yeah. And one for his wife. To make it clear, that was not in the journal. No, no, no it wasn't. That's, 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 that's what we, we see together. together. Yeah, you're, I'm yeah. making. It was one for their Beth and the other for the daughters, right? Because uh, there were eight total. Know, except one. Now we know one was a fake. One of them was not. So legit. was one of the daughters like super ugly? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's yeah. think back. Yes. <laughs> I would say so. Hell. Okay, so I I am taking the first RP. Oh, yeah. I need yeah. to say something before we. Or so I need to say like, something uh, first. There's like a silence after the last page. So are, are we done understanding what was uh, what was well, said? Quick question: Like, what do we know about the pool of souls as players? Like, is there something as players? You, yeah, you guys seem like. Uh, well, as players, that's very different because you guys played a session. Yeah, as, do players, you mean as we characters know from where you part of the. That was part of a. I don't think. Oh, you want to know who knows? Yeah, that I don't know. Were you there for the fiasco <laughs> night? Were you there for the fiasco night? I think no. We yeah. did a fiasco night in which we told a D stories. Does the name Cerulean Gemini mean yeah. anything to you? And I remember you guys talking. Does it mean everything to you? To a wizard and his magical clone. We're sending their hobgoblin armies to the Pool of Souls. In some subterranean location that had something to do with that was a source of big magic, had powering something a ritual. To, powering a ritual, and had something to do with necromancy, maybe. I've heard. I, I thought it was kind of cursed. Was oh yeah, just cursed. It was cursed for, for to people to keep war people warring over it, which kind of powered it through like their deaths or something like that. Okay. But uh, in the legend of the these wars. Is far-reaching. It was yeah. it was a place of battle, and the result several times within that session was heavy carnage. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the 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 ending, the conclusion of that was so many slaughter things. on a great scale, and within that story was referenced a great battle, you know, with Cerulean and uh, my guy who I don't even remember his name anymore, where we were battling initially. Yeah. But the characters don't know. No. Anyway. Yeah, that's why I wanted to just confirm. That's not written on any wall anywhere. Our character knowledge is zero of the pools. Just filling in Kevin on the session okay. bonus. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Casting fill in on Kevin. It was also explicitly uh, that the events of that uh, were not dated. Yeah. Right. Whether they have happened in the past or even have yet to happen is un. Yeah. Uh, it was was unstated. Okay. Excellent observation. Excellent. Uh, sort of, clarification. We sort of made that decision on purpose when we told that story. Thank you. So, as Mock reads and you hear, yeah, I mean, Mock's, Mock's uh, a uh, he's a he's a a savvy a savvy businessman and a, and a cunning tactician. He's not an educated person. He doesn't read with the the kind of uh, proficiency of, of an academic. But you definitely hear as he begins to read those parts 
that just that 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 reveal more of Adric's treachery, some about his motives. That it's hard for him. He struggles. He he goes quieter. He goes harder. He he kind of uh, seems to almost be wanting to just stop talking altogether at times, but pushes through. You know, decides decides to continue to read, and he continues to read aloud the entire time. But at the conclusion of his reading. He slumps in his chair, exhausted, and just closes the book. Drewston is visibly excited. Uh, he's like, oh, what, oh, what, and like pulling like notes out because he's been thinking about this for 15 years. What percentage years. of the table is now covered in Yeah, yeah, books. it's just spilling out. You have no, like, these are unbound pages as well. They're just, oh, what, what, oh, that connects. Like a card, like a dead card. Full of what? Did he say that, and this is both Kevin and Drusen asking, did he say that he sent Arundel out into the world? Did he say that he sent Arundel out into the world? Yes. I'm trying to remember that. He did say that. He, he could still be out there somewhere. Oh, he was, the journal was waiting for us, for us cousins. Oh, and, um, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Bandit, that was, that was nigh 200 years ago. Not likely that Arundel's breathing, depending on his age. Uh, he's a, he's a wizard? He's the one who helped enchant this place? Uh, if anybody's going to be alive, it's going to be a wizard. Tristan's like, because wizards are the best. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, and you're not to make stupid jokes. If even he is not alive. only one of you that have died so far. <laughs> I'm not going there. It's just, it's so okay, low hanging free. Right, right, <laughs> just as, uh, just as Dugerin left him, uh, left a message for us. Then I am sure Rundel must have had as well, even if he is no longer here to tell it. Mok says, uh, the only way through this tunnel is deeper and downward. He says, uh, the, the story takes truly a dark turn as Adric shows the depth he is willing. I know not of his pool of souls, but to have Durgeddon, to have Durgeddon speak of it with such loathing, uh, he seemed a dwarf of, of renown and honor from his writings. And then to have treacherous betrayal on the battlefield to seal these secrets. If our deaths are at Adric's hand, it seems that they wouldn't be the first to guard this secret we hold. He says, um, but the opportunity to learn more and understand Seems the seems the only way forward. I I'm done with Karundrakar. I want to know where this Arundel went when he left. There's no way to find out. I mean, it was a long time ago. My worry, and uh, this could be going against what I was pushing for before you read this journal. <laughs> But my worry is with assassins at our backs, we'll never have the time to do the research to find out. Hmm. Coulson, we may still need to make a last stand in Karundrakar. As Durgeddon did, 
Though hopefully not with the same feet. What was that bit about them saying they were gonna he was gonna seal seal the cavern? I? I didn't understand that last. Is that a dwarven turn of phrase? <laughs> Are you using the bathroom or something? <laughs> Depends on the context. <laughs> That's a, it seemed pretty literal to me. <laughs> to, to seal, <laughs> no, to seal themselves in here oh, after. What was his name? Oh, oh. Arundel. Arundel. After Arundel, Arundel went out in the world. Like what? I think that's what it implied. I could it have been that door we opened. It seemed that it was more a defensive measure against the uh, the attacking hordes, and he mentions that after Arundel escaped, he simply didn't believe that anyone else could escape unnoticed. It would have been sending them like lambs to the slaughter. Mm, I see. But whether it's that door or another cavern, it's, you know, anyone's guess. He said any more than a single escapee, and the orcs would surely catch them all. Uh, he was saying by sending I even a second, a second person right, maybe, maybe escape, it, it had the skill escapee, set. I was thinking someone like escaped yeah. from the dwarves mm-hmm. right? like someone left without Durgan's permission um, <clears throat> I'm with Mock <clears throat> sounds like we got exactly not exactly what we wanted <laughs> what we came here for though but we got the next piece if we can start looking into the pool of souls Start looking into Arundrill, but start asking his name around. If word gets, if that gets back to Audric, he will kill us two times. Yeah. Happens he time. might beat us to to and that name. I gotta write it down. That dwarven buddy, Arundel. Arundel. Perhaps it's time then we he's still confront Audric about it. Pull together a meeting of the. Heads of the clans? Uh, Present what we know? Mark says, aye. He says, he says, uh, what speaks to me is involving more. We have, we have this, he says, we have this great secret and information about a a perilous and, and dark location related to your, your hidden and perhaps poorly known, uh, uh, exiling. We have this hammer, a gift from Morden himself, a great gift and quest far beyond our abilities to best Snowbane. Surely others know more of her and her her uh, exploits and travels than uh, than than us. He says it is time to find trusted allies. Normally, I feel like we should get as much as possible before we go back to your family, because so far evidence points to Adric's. <clears throat> past being much more nefarious than we had thought that to, 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 to make a man like Durgeddon so deeply ashamed of having even been an, an unknowing accomplice to this even that whatever he, whatever he did whatever it is in those amulets seems so terrible so normally I think we should get more but if those daughters are still wearing those amulets and some scholar out there knows enough about the Pool of Souls to be able to recognize their taint in something else. It seems as easy to say, show us the amulets, show us they're not emanating 
Mark says, Dark power. That hammer is a is a key to an audience with any dwarf on the planet. Hmm. I'll agree. We'll walk in. We'll walk into the king's chambers of Bruinor himself, and then we can say our piece. Whatever. The question is, the only. The question is, who to speak with? What is the wise choice? Who could give us protection from these assassins if we made alliance with the head of a powerful clan? If not we just kill these. them all, they not it would be be, I'm no longer worried about the assassins. We're getting into an area suggesting that Adric has been tampering not just with secrets and crimes, but power. Overthrowing entire dwarven exactly. cities. The assassins we could deal with if we hunkered down here and we played our cards right. Now I'm concerned that if that we have the group that we have to go to, the dwarven family that we would have to go to, would be one that's powerful enough not to shield us from assassins, but whatever. An or uh, an orc horde. Who were these attackers? Were they at the? Were they? Was this location given away by Adric to cover this up? I would do it. Um, <laughs> well played, sir. Uh, Adric uh, may be a man with a dark past, but he is a true politician. If we make alliance with someone powerful, uh, he would he would have to stop sending assassins and, and attempting to harm us. It would be too public. Unless news of the fallout of this coming out would destroy him entirely, which would mean he would have nothing to lose in coming after us. This seems damning enough. If it was that he had an affair and he had seven daughters before his battle wife, or whatever you've called her, had passed, something like that, that'd be one thing. But this, this is, this seems enough that it could ruin him, in which... Which means he might he might use everything the he has. Verda like steps forward and says, "May I ask a question?" And no one I, responds, and so there, she, everyone's paying attention. She, she kind <laughs> of like, well, you know, you sure. never know with cultures. Go ahead, Dan. Verda's um, very how cultural differences. How will they believe you when you say these things to them, this person you want to make an alliance with? You will say, these are all the bad things he has done. And then you will show him what? Could we not show them? Could we, nay, show them the armor and the journal of their Geddon? Okay. Any dwarf would believe it at that point. Would they believe a man dead more than 200 years over your uncle? A blink of an eye for dwarves. Secrets of, secrets of the dwarves are being lost for centuries. It's, 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 a, it's a good question, Berja, and we must think. It, how we reveal and to who we reveal must be done carefully. Mm. But 200 years is simply not to dwarves what it is to It is a very long time. It is many, many... Goliath lives. There are many people How currently alive who were alive 200 years ago. How to remember? They remember it as not childhood, but part of their adulthood. That is strange to me. He says it is. He said this. It is the case, and the rulers of dwarves have longer memories still. I would think you would be taller if you live so long. 
What we know is key because an exiled dwarf who desires only to be rejoined with the family would have both an axe to grind and nothing to lose when it comes to forging information. I could see that as an easy response. Why would they... Do we have no proof for others? My cousin is right. The armor armor itself is... It's... Un- incomparable. Is it not cursed? He says, he says, I, it's not, it won't be easy, but in terms of something that speaks to the veracity of this place that we were here, uh, he says, it is, he says, nothing else jumps to mind unless we want to strap that enchanted anvil to bear Jaws back and have her hold I it out. I could carry it easily. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm saying it's heavier than But the perhaps the armor is a better option. Just because it's more interesting. Baron says, Oh, I'll need a, a, a night's rest in order to, <laughs> to, uh, to get enough of Moradin's power to clear that. This is good. I, I think we can do that. And in the meantime, perhaps the assassins are faster than we thought, and we will fight them as well. They're just so hopeful <laughs> that the intel is wrong. Hopefully we escape. They hope, One way or the they other. Hope, they hope that we escape. Uh, as I. Scrim looks to Dax. It's Dax. You, he hasn't been in the room. Uh, well, no, Dax says. Dax says. Yeah. Uh, Why? <clears throat> I can't remember the voice. <laughs> He's uh, like, you I, guys. Bark, bark is saying now. Yeah, I know. Bark, bark. Uh, yeah, I just want to say, uh, you know, the store's like, Completely broken, and we're standing outside, but we can hear everything you're saying, just letting you know. Uh, so I'm just gonna come inside. I'm excited. I'm excited. I didn't want to hear any of that. I didn't want to hear any of that. Uh, we can't hear anything. He's lying. I'm excited. Yeah, you know, I, I, I wanted to plug my ears so that I couldn't hear all these family secrets, but you also said I was guarding, and I really, you know, orcs, we use our ears a lot to, to hear when enemies are approaching, so I chose not to plug my ears, but it was not because I intended to eavesdrop on you. It was because I was trying to do the job that you assigned me to do. So, Get out of here, Yeah, I mean, I'll keep standing guard. That's fine. You, you, I'll just stay outside. I'm not a part of this. I'm not part of this. Uh, and I'll keep watching guard and, uh, you know, but it's, I, I'm... My ears, I'm pointed this way. Burning I'm, I'm, that direction. I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the, the stairwell. Where Bob they... says, Albert, I have a question for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, what is I it, Mark? He says, the orcs that desecrated this place and overthrew Dorgeddon. Oh, careful. Do you know anything about them? No, never heard of them. He says, uh, yeah, my clan uh, uh, says that, that, that this, this place is, uh, is rightfully theirs uh, through the, 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 the traditional orcish rites of battle and, and conquest. So I, 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 my brethren are also uh, prone to uh, blatant lies frequently and, uh, and, and, and all the time. But, you know, if, if I were to believe them, it would mean that, uh, that that story that you read, not that I was listening to it on purpose, but I could hear it. You were reading it very loudly, uh, and, and your voice carries. You've got a very good speaking voice. I, you're probably used to addressing groups of people, and, you know, it, it's a positive quality, but... So when I heard it's you reading that, quality. I w- was thinking that yeah, that absolutely could have been 
my clan. I say my clan. I don't really see them as my clan either. Uh, you know, this is I, just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, if anything, I'm your clan now. I mean, I'm not one of you. I'm clearly a lesser being. But, uh, you know, it's just I, I want you to know that, that, that I don't identify as... What is the name of as, your clan? You know, we had a name of them when we first arrived. I think we did. Um, we can just pop. Um, gut spike. It was, it was something of the snow, because they're, like, up here in the north. Yeah. Uh, Snowbane. I might have even written it down. Probably. Yeah. It's not mentioned in the journal. No. Um, uh, they're just dirty, stinking sarks. Let me see if this is my Kunjakar notes. Snow bath. Snow axe. Uh, I don't. Snorks. The long winter. The snorks. <laughs> uh, says the uh, where the 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 ice stompers. Uh, that's what that's what they would call themselves. Cause you know we we walk through the snow and stomp. I really think it's kind of an uninspired name. But we stomp on snow more often than ice. Right. Really, All but right. uh, yeah. So yeah, the ice stompers. And I'm gonna write that down now. Can you say snow stompers? Just a second ago. No, I said I think it should be called the Snow Stompers, because we—that's you know primarily what you do when you walk around in the snow. The ice, you really try to avoid the ice, and stomping on ice—that's just—that's just, that's just a, 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 a recipe for. Where would we find your clan if we went looking for them? <laughs> he says, uh, "Well, you 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 killed a whole bunch of them when I, you arrived at this place." The others, the they left. Uh, recently to find a place with a more healthy hunting ground uh, to, to, to weather out the, the winter season, they'll probably uh, expect to come back here and uh, if any other uh, you know, goblins or, 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 or humans or, or dwarves, I suppose I wouldn't want to kill a bunch Ma, of dwarves. Ma, what are you thinking? If they were the ones that killed Durgedin, they may know something. Uh, just in case you don't understand about uh, orcish lifespans, we don't live as long as you... Uh, I guarantee you that no one that is here was there uh, 200 years ago, you said. These might be the... the Well, we don't even have a word for anything past a child of an orc because there's we don't really care uh, normally. But, uh, you know, there's writing a, on a the child, 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 child. He says, of, there's writing on the wall. You have orcish writing. Uh, yeah, that, is there yeah. some history? You mean the uh, the desecration in, in in the hall over there? I and the writing over by the flame trap and the door of work. He says. Uh, he says you yeah, came well, and I started talking, and I figured I'd get it over with in one in one shot, so we don't have to go revisit this later. Uh, yeah, I took a peek, you know, in in, in, that, in that room with all the, the the beautiful beautiful dwarven carvings. I am sorry that that. My maybe ancestors, uh, you know, drew all over it. That was not very probably by marriage. Polite of them. It's not the way I would do things if I were in charge. I just want you to know that. But you know, the writings. It was typical uh, orcish curses against your family and and uh, you know, curse the dwarves and etc. etc. You know, we just my people. We don't like most other people, and it mostly just goes on and on about that general concept of dislike and, and and you know and hatred and. Uh, more dislike, and then no, and then sometimes curse words, and then sometimes like non sequiturs about what we had for breakfast the day that they were writing that. You know, we don't we don't have like a standardized process other than the curses on that armor that you guys were also speaking about. I could only hear because you spoke about it very loudly once again. But the, the 
those curses, those were done more by shaman, and then they they are very specific. I think they really hated this guy. Ferro just gives you like this look, like. Like you're gonna let this man continue to speak. Well, he <laughs> this, he's the o- this is the only way that he's ever spoken, and he for sure invited this upon all of us. But but he he was thinking like if Abek's gonna come in and talk about this, let's just do this one time. And he it's, says this one time is going for a long time. I uh, he says and the orcish shamans any chance that they know anything about what happened here given how much they hated Durgeddon and the lengths they went through. I mean, we're not record keepers. You know, we, we, we hate a lot of people. We conquer them. And it's not like, you know, we don't really, we don't have books. That that book you got, the, the, the journal that I only know about because you were reading it very loudly. Uh, the, uh, you know, the, we don't, that's not, that's, that's really weird to my people to write stuff down. Even the carvings on the walls, like, you said they tell stories. Yeah, it's just not. We don't do that. We, we really live in the now. You know, we just we just <laughs> yeah. sounds like a dead. You know, end, and, and I keep saying we, but I don't mean we. I mean they. I mean they. The the, the we Those here other is wants to you know restore the name yeah. of your cousin and 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 help out in any way that we can. So right. It sounds like an oral history. If any, anything gets passed down, would I'll always strikes me as somebody who is telling the truth. But of little value. <laughs> the, and he turns and he turns back to the uh, uh, table. Uh, the orcs have a saying Some value? Uh, a legend and a season. They only know things that are the legend of their gods. Over the past season. Anything beyond that is not important to an orc. However, That's what I was dwarf, trying to say. You can say it so much better than to I can. A dwarf! I'll go back we to We have something. memories spanning centuries. <laughs> The history of this place is alive in someone, and if not Arundel, then those he told it to. We've got to go and find that. We need the armor of uh, Durgeddon to show uh, the, our evidence. We need the journal that you found, and we need to find someone to tell it to. But that means we need a night's rest here. Uh, ducks, do you feel... Uh, Dax, would you go out, uh, if we pay you to, sorry, Clemson, and see where the assassins are and give us warning if they're near? Yeah, so I just want to say, I, you're giving me an equal share of the loot that we found. That was our arrangement. You keep talking about paying, but you already are paying I, me as an equal. hand in his head. <laughs> I like, and, he's and literally mock the mock here. Like four fucking times. He, he really gets mad at you every time you offer to pay me. I even gave back the payment the last time. Could you what? just maybe stop offering to pay me? I feel like Mock's opinion of me is going down every time you offer to pay me, and I'm looking to build a relationship here. <laughs> then go out and see where those goddamn assassins are. That sounds like to us. an excellent plan. Now, are you guys gonna take off while I'm gone? Not that I couldn't track you easily. Again. Again. Nate will be here. Also, it seems like. Ah! <clears throat> seems like. Had had one of those in a while. Uh, we might have enough time to get some shut eye, to cleanse that armor, and get out of here before the assassins even show up. And then I can focus on this hammer. Right. Right. But to follow up, what I was originally asking before uh, 
Abed became <laughs> evolved. Long-winded. When you mean when he began speaking. Dax, you got here avoiding the assassins. Do you know yeah. a way we can get out of Kundrakar and to some other hub of civilization without crossing paths with the assassins? Yeah, but you just don't go where they're coming from. I mean, all the directions except for one are the safe directions from the assassins. They only know you're coming here. As soon as you leave, they're gonna have to track you. Where is it that Duma? And if you got me with you, that they ain't weird. tracking you. Oh, right. I mean, where is it that Duma and that weird named guy came from? Uh, I can't remember the name of that town. I wonder if I it was a neighboring, another yeah. small, very yeah. small. Yeah. We could, uh, we could go find Duma and uh, hide out in a tiny. Well, that's uh, like mostly the direction the assassins. I mean, it's a little bit different. I'm more like saying. They're coming from south, and you could go east, you could go west, you could go north. There's not much north. I don't recommend north, north but east or west, and then eventually south, and you're pretty much going to be long gone. You're at least I, a day ahead of them. I mean, maybe, you know, a couple hours short of that now, but... One can hope. Snare cliff. Wow. I just know that if this was the most straightforward path to get here, anyway, around that, are we going to be in the frozen wilderness, so potentially preyed upon by... Ice trolls. trolls. More than once. Well, well I mean, ice trolls that aren't looking for us have got to be less of a risk than assassins with I. I mean, we haven't lost anyone to assassins yet. We haven't had it. Well, we've had assassins. That's why I'm concerned about ice trolls, Mark. Uh, he says, ice trolls are no he says if, you're, if you're saying we just fight the assassins, it's worth talking about. He says, but me gut tells me no. Oh no! I if we if we have enough if we have enough of a lead, if we're not leaving within five minutes of them getting here, and someone forgets their pack and comes back in, <laughs> I don't want to deal with that scenario. Plan. But if we can get out of here with a comfortable space, especially if I have a chance to clear some tracks or specifically have tracks that go deeper in. I'll say send them straight to that big hole we found in two days' time. Night Scale will be looking for more tribute. Oh. <laughs> or we could see if we could give Night Scale something else to get her to deal with some assassins. He says, perhaps if we simply tell her, alright, Night Scale, we're leaving. Anyone who comes back, it's not us, and they owe you. <laughs> we're just envisioning dragon murder and we're like yeah. in the meantime cousins and friends uh, where should we set up camp? in here? It's set a up a new area there is one other secret door to investigate but it seems to be it, uh, my gut tells me it goes nowhere so it's got the kitchens. Uh, kitchens also I have little use of your coins and gems and whatnot. But uh, I know you're, you get a twinkle in your eye whenever you think about paying off your debt. We might have some ghosts and ghouls this direction, which is debatable if we want to get in there. It sounded like there was just traps this way, and we have a trap expert. Mm. just like nodding her head. And an owl that we can send in to disarm every trap. <laughs> She's not here. 
Let us go try the trap room. I want to do that. My gut says if we're going to check one room before we leave, we go to the one that the Dwergar were afraid of. Mark's a little bit grim of the face, but it's, but he just says to this grim, I think you just made Berja happy. Well, there Congratulations. Were some Dwergar footsteps this way, none over there. Yeah, we right. know this yeah. leads well, to the rest of the dungeon. That leads she, to a kitchen filled told, with traps. Yeah, she the told us they went in there to try to get by them. It went poorly, and they decided to follow the advice that they had been given. I think we we're better than a group of Dwergar. Well, we definitely are. Yeah. They are dead, and we are still alive. Yeah. This is uh, we might have fewer lives to throw out the problem. I'll be yeah. honest. <laughs> so look in the kitchen and then take a long rest. Is the idea? If you guys are, yeah, we can. Uh, Mark yes. says look, this is good. I am feeling right. energized and excited. We about can this plan. we can explore a bit more. He says, but uh, we'll manage the risk. Yes, we'll not be foolish. Just what did you want me to do? Uh, so you want him to help? You can help with traps. Yeah, I don't think the trap room. Will well, take. so we basically we. Someone escaped. said you wanted me to go out. And that was this I, one. I just, I just, like, I think we got to get on the same page. We did agree that like we had twenty-four. It, the the assassins wouldn't arrive earlier than twenty-four hours from last session, and it's been like maybe an hour. I mean, go ahead and play it out in character. He'll yeah, respond. Yeah, I'm just making sure that I'm right before okay. we go but, here. But but say it in character because... Okay. If we were comfortable with three hours looking for secrets of Krundrakar... This is fun. I think uh, we checked that box early. That would be splitting too many. Boxes. And Dax, you said that the assassins won't be here any earlier than 20, 22 hours. Just a group that size... Heading out after I did, he says, if they figured out where you were going right away, to Kunjakar, he says, uh, he says, I put them at arriving here in a day at the fastest. And he says, but that's if they're at a marched pace. These folks, they're not disciplined. They're not me. They're not like the greatest assassin in the world. And you should not underestimate the power of nature. There are storms. He says, this is also true. But I know that this is true. But also, they could have been joined up with somebody else that made them go faster, right? There's always something. And a good assassin never assumes that information more than an hour old is still true. He says, it's about managing... uh, It's about managing risk, you see. All about the risk. You risk much by continuing Uh, Mark says, uh, Mark says, I agree. He says, uh, but given the likelihood of unexpected allies this part of north. He says, perhaps a little coin to line the purses in order. All I know is, if we're gonna be trying to sway the dwarven clans against someone who might have dabbled in some dark energies that shook a dwarven elder to his core, we're gonna need every resource we can get. No, what is that? Some of you have probably heard of the Pool of Souls. Like, oh, that's what we were asking before. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. The, the discussion was Kevin asking about out of as a as a player. What? Yeah. I mean, my character is right up on history. Right. Then, then to to clarify that, please point to who knows. Uh, you tell I mean, us the Pool of Souls is a is a a mythical um, uh, place uh, of power in. Uh, uh, Deep underground, uh, in the underdark, uh, many say. But even whether it's the underdark or just the sort is of it, is it like Avalon, like the idea of like a, a mythical look, at, like Atlantis? Is it that level of myth? Um, like literally, no one. Yeah, maybe ever... it depends on who you talk to. 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Many but people like that would generalized say, culture, though. It's not a map of it. Oh, right. that, it, it shows there, up in all There's not that cultures. sort of like. I mean, no. no. Like Fountain yeah. of Youth. Yeah, some, yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah, Fountain of Youth. Oil Vein's probably heard most about it uh, being from deep down there. It's it talked about more among the uh, Underdark uh, denizens. Have you um, been there? I've uh, <laughs> never been there before. As, uh, you know, many believe it's not a, a, a real thing. Other people say for sure it's a real thing. It's just not what they say it is. And others are like, yeah, it's a real thing and it is what they say it is. This is a world where there are. Yeah, cool. the oral traditions, right? There's Fountain no. of Youth. Like, which one? Which one? The cursed one or the happy one? Um, Fountain of Youth. Among dwarven knowledge that Drustin might know, it's it's said that the uh, that the Dwergar regularly deal with the with the pool of souls and it's part of their interesting. And the power source they draw upon. The power source they draw upon, which uh, yeah, Dergedin Dergedin mentioned another thread mentioned a uh, Adric going on a rampage. He said, "Oh yeah." Um, against the Dwergar. Uh, Drusen says, uh, if we're looking for allies amongst the Dwarven clans, or someone we may want to look up, I've never heard from him for the last 15 years. I never know his fate. Uncle Valderk, he was with me that night that we discovered Grandma Lirabeth's second tomb. And I didn't know what happened to him. Did you tell your family that he was with you when you found the secret? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he was a mama's boy. Right, because when you talked to his family, his family didn't even ask about where he had been. Right. He just went to them and was like, I need to tell you something. Uncle Baldick and I were down below and we did this and this and this and this and I think Aldrich's going to be angry with me. I don't know your uncle, but uh, if you were instantly exiled, I don't know that we could necessarily trust anyone who knows the secret and is in any way still within the clan. Well, all I want to know is if he went out to the clan and sought other allies. If he found someone who sheltered him, they would shelter us as well. He's better lead than nothing. Is there are there are many places of power in the dwarven kingdoms. He says, uh, um, the higher the higher the authority and the closer the connection, the better off we are. He says it will simply be. He says it will be difficult to trust who does and doesn't have allegiances to Adric. He says, he says, but. My, my gut tells me we shouldn't go to any of our homes where daughters of Adric have married into high-ranking places. He says, mm-hmm. perhaps Thornhold, south of the Mir, is where we, uh, he says, is this one place to start close to Waterdeep? He says, uh, there's no presence there. Or, uh, he says, or, or Iron Master, far, in the, far to the north, just, just uh, west of where we are. Places, places outside of Adric's obvious circle of influence. If, if, if both options are equal, there, I'd rather go to a place in the not as far north and a little closer to the mirror. Uh, I don't want to be up here in the north anymore. But it is comfortable. He says, "Why? I hear the dwarf and uh, Iron Master are completely fucking insane. You don't want to deal with that." 
was I assumed I had seen where the, the stuff came from in our war backstory. Where, where, what stuff came from? The 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 Surf Neblin guy and all that. No, no, not, okay. no, not necessarily. That they're just there's one clan that's like they're on the shore of the Sea of Swords, like in the corner, right? Like here's like the Snowflake Mountains. They're like there. Sorry. Anyways, he leads to to his brother and says, "I assumed we were in the presence of the peak of dwarven insanity." <laughs> he what? says, <laughs> "He says crazy. pretty comfortable on the bell curve, to be honest." That's immediately concerning. <laughs> uh, to Thornhold, you said? To Thornhold, then? I agree. Uh, when not uh, allied with uh, Adricate, uh perhaps we could find some safety and some knowledge there. I'm close enough to Waterdeep to draw upon other other resources if need be. I'll agree with though, that. Though my name won't serve you well there. Even maybe just a sanity check if a if a clan that isn't allied with uh, with um, Grandpappy uh, has ever sniffed anything that they didn't like from his from his rule, it'd be good to know. Look and sleep on it for sure. But shall we kick a door down? Aye. <laughs> Dax, you go off now and. Uh... Trap, Find trap, where trap. the assassins are. No. Tap, tap, tap. Oh, yeah, you still have not agreed yeah, on what you're doing. Uh, I While thought we're changing the subject after well, Dax asks. While we're resting or preparing for a fight with the assassins, a lookout outside would be good. For now, hmm. we don't have anyone half as graceful or famous as, as our assassin extraordinaire. I mean, I think good at fighting. I don't know. So I think Jerus is actually better at fighting. He has uh, a legendary. I've been in the dungeons myself. Yeah, but you ain't uh, world famous assassin. So uh, why don't you just? Uh, I said graceful, not observant. Mob uh, <clears throat> just says, let's take okay. a peek in the kitchen, and then we'll see. Let us go to the. If place. we need him or not. Send him on his way. Oh, goodie. No need to be hasty. Jerson's gonna make his way over and uh, search no for traps on the door. And appreciate Let's keep it in marching order. Yeah. Yes. Roll it and me. mark ten minutes. Put me in the I only mark ten minutes for that conversation as well. <laughs> Felt like mark half an hour for that conversation. Ooh. Oh, that's Ooh. true. Real time. Fucking with Albeck with half of it. Thanks, Albeck. <laughs> Yeah, I can see. Searching for traps. He assumes there's no more danger coming towards us. So we have a bear and an oil vein. Just spot the traps. Uh, my perception is going to be much lower than my passive. I got a third. No, a fifth. Oh, I don't know why I rolled with advantage. I don't know why. Let's just take your right. passive and just call it good. Yeah. Either way, I got lower than my passive, which is 19. Jeez. Uh, the, uh, he's, doing is he's looking at the, the door. Stairs, and... The stairs here that lead south from the uh, that pillared hall end at a wooden door, which Tristan takes about 10 minutes to really yeah. you know, carefully search um, and finds no evidence of any sort of uh, Tom trap. Tomfoolery on this door. I think it's safe to go through. 
You opening it? Do you want to fall back? I'm not. Do you want to fall back in order here, Jordan? You just said, I don't think there's any danger. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not the door opener it in our group. It speaks to his confidence uh, that he said. Where are you usually lined up? Are you in, in, in I normally right like, yeah, right. Okay, there. All right, so Verja, yeah, steps forward and uh, kicks the door open. Just, you just kick it open? Yeah, at the at the, will, at the at the door handle. Unless I specifically say something, I expect Verja to kick That's it open. That's absolutely yeah. her, her So idea. beyond the now broken door is a corridor that opens up into a large room lined with hearths. Uh, the room it's once must have served things. as the kitchen, as uh, what's her name uh, did tell you. There are pots, pans, cauldrons, kettles, lies scattered on the floor and strewn across several tables. An archway on the west side leads to a pantry filled with rotted foodstuffs. Um, like beyond rotted. However, suddenly you hear a scraping sound and a big wooden table in the middle shudders and begins to move headed right towards you, galloping like a horse. How useful if we can domesticate it. I get out my shatter spike. I love a riding table. And yeah. Kick its ass. Where, which part of the table is its ass? Is it a war table? Which or part of the table uh, is ass? Roll initiative. I would recommend just having an empty hand all the time, and then you get to choose at the beginning, your first turn, what to draw. An empty hand? Yeah! Like, like, your shield and an empty hand. You've often been saying you're not holding your shield or your weapon. Oh, no, 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 no. never has anything in his hands, yeah, yes. so that way his first, was his first turn can draw. draw in the first place, she would have yeah. had something, but... So what is she got something? No, your shield. She had her shield. Just a shield. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I would recommend that kind of just as a... Okay, what I'm going to you. Tell me your initiative. No, no, I'm only mentioning it for you to consider. Even 20? That's what you got last time. I know. Oh, no fair. I have a 19, and that was on a natural 20 roll. I roll a natural 20 and don't beat Dan. I got a 9. Why'd you hand me this? Because I need someone to hold it. Five. Okay, you just got one initiative. Uh, Table yes. horse. Here you go. Thank you. Table horse. I just gotta, oh, I just gotta Table clean horse. this last little window right here. Just... Give me the uh, wet erase markers, please. Oh, I, I thought got you it. said you got everything out. I, I lied. <laughs> no dice, no markers. I got my dice here. And let's be clear, it wasn't an accident. Uh, the dice are behind us, too. He intended yeah. to see you. I was good. Oh, yeah. lied. Can you get them out? Yeah. 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 If you lied, I would correct you to say, these white I'm a liar. <laughs> I'm a liar. I'm a liar. I'm a liar. I'm going to put us in two by two order. He means he's a musical instrument. Uh, negative there, I guess, right nope. here. You can put so scrim can be next to me. Right. Initiative order. Who's going first? Scrimmy. Not me. Again. And then after that, Dan. Can you give me a table? Yes. Scrim corn and then. It looks like Greg. Uh, what size? Large. Large table. Shroom corn and then table. Um, shroom table. Um, shroom corn is going to. Um, uh, he's gonna he's gonna beast form in a second, but he might. Uh, what's a table made of? Wood. Are there any fastening parts to it? Like metal parts. Are there any? 
nails. I mean, nails are probably involved in the construction of the table, yes. I have found a killer's heel! It has no heels! Uh, I do have another use. Uh, Scrimcorn casts heat metal on the wooden, on the, uh, metal nails. Um, keeping it together. Uh, that immediately just does 2d8. Um, I believe it only gets disadvantage if six, three, nine fire damage. Nine fire damage, you got it. I believe it only gets disadvantage uh, if it is a weapon that's using. I'll double check it in a second. Um, but the main thing is he does that, and I believe I have another use of yes, wild shape. Um, is the is the beetle uh, disc? Oh, I forgot that one. Round. This is I think the best I got. It's kind of like a. Right. Like oh, I love that guy. Um, and then uh, cast that. Thank you, sir. So much fire. Nine. Okay. Uh, I don't know which square you're in, but even if you are uh, here, one, two, I, three, I five, six. Yeah. You, I, don't know, I don't know which one you're in. I'll just put myself Perfect. on one. There you go. Um, so we get over there. One, two, three, four, five, six. Um, and is uh, climbing up the legs of this table. Table <laughs> <laughs> oh, legs. And then it is table. Too bad you're not a bunch of termites, right? Little. Oh, that would be better. Uh. What's warm? Checking. Okay, it, uh, despite the bugs being on it, it is still charging towards Bear Jaw. Cool. Does it, uh, leave my. Yes. Cool. Uh, it has been damaged, so I get advantage. Uh, it's 20, uh, 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 yes. 23. <laughs> um, just close the door. This is just piercing damage. Um, is 3, 4, 5, plus 5, 10. 10 damage? Yes. Okay. 10 table damage. Uh, because right. I hit it, it's, it's movement goes to zero. Uh, right. Yeah, so it's, uh, legs start to crumble. On the attempted leave, right? Right, so, so he just moves forward one, and then... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, stopped in its tracks, it just starts, like, like a horse rearing up. It's just like its front legs are just slamming down, like trying to like shake beetles off and then crush them on the ground. No. Quickie question mm. is like, basically is exactly scary? what a horse would do if beetles were crawling all over it. Or if you're the mummy and you're scarabs inside you. Uh, yeah. Point. It most likely hits. Wait, I had a question. That's a twenty-one. Yeah, wow. What's your question, Kim? Is it con- is it considered a an object? An, an object or... You'll have to find out. <laughs> There's oh. only one way to find out. You've never seen such a thing before, so if Bearjaw's asking... Uh, no, Kaylin's asking. Um, uh, uh, hits, that right? hits, so I take damage. And it I sure looks it. like a table. Really? I will have but to it also looks... Like a horse? Movement, like it's, it is also moving. It looks like a table. Uh, oh, the uh, damage of the table is... Yes. There we go. I have a special ability. Oh! Snake <laughs> eyes. Snake eyes. Uh, that will be six damage. Six okay. bludgeoning. Six damage. Uh, does anyone know the concentration yeah. rules? Yeah, so you have to make a saving throw DC. A constitution saving throw, I think, ten or half damage taken, whatever is higher. I okay. think. Uh, okay, so ten. Yeah. Um... 
It is just a saving throw, so this is just plus two. Yes! Alright, he is still burning. Drusen, you're right, it's ten or half the damage you take, whichever's higher. Drusen takes out Grandpappy Adrix's pipe that he was given as a wee lad when he reached smoking age. And and does the the trick that Adric taught him and spits out an ember which goes right under the table and turns into a bonfire. (laughs) Cast Create Bonfire. Uh, The table has to make a Dexterity 14 saving throw. Dexterity 14 saving throw? It gets a 9. Alright. 2d8 and then anytime it moves into that space or ends its turn there, it will also make a saving throw. Okay. Which is good. Boom. <laughs> Opposite of snake eyes. Yeah. 16 fire damage. Ooh, call that box cars, but it's a D8. Can we yeah. still call it box cars? Let's call it box cars. Yeah. Octopus car. Um, and I'm going to go Octobox. in Octobox. that square. Yeah. Nice. Was it, you, it was 16 damage? 16 damage. No plus. 16 fire, fire damage. damage. No okay. plus. Beautiful. That's in. Uh, Who's yeah, next? That's his Mock. Mock. Uh, perfect. Mock is going to. Uh, yeah, let's just have him run up and yeah, he'll stay. He'll stay. He'll keep with the with the pole arm and he'll just move forward till he is right up here. Yep. Stick snack. Whack. Stick snack. Whack. Uh, is that the first? <laughs> he's got three attacks. So first one will be a twenty-one. Twenty-two. Second hit. Second attack will be a 20. That'll hit. Third attack will be a 14. That will not hit. Okay, so. Give us a snip. So we got a, we got 10 and 6, so we got 16 damage, slashing, two attacks. And Mach goes in, chop, chop, and just lops off a little piece of the decorative filigree on the end there. (laughs) And the whack is a whiff. The whack is zigzag. And when he uh, when he slashes it with that last uh, attack, it just puts a big, huge like cut right down the like splits Ooh. the table Crack. in the middle, and then uh, it was rearing up to stamp at the beetles and just slams down. and just goes clack 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 like a table just got dropped from five feet up. Hey, look, I made oh. a table and it is motionless. Great, it's flammable, isn't it now? It's on fire. It's on. Uh, it is also on fire, but it is not reacting to that. It yeah. is just a table burning. <laughs> it's dead. Dead. Ruining a perfectly good table. Yeah. Magic seems to be gone. Uh, yeah, I. I Bearcat attacks the table with great vigor. <laughs> yeah, now attacks. <laughs> and when she hits it with shatter spike, it just explodes <laughs> in splinters, sending oh, little bits of fire embers in every direction in this oh, kitchen. Too much. Yeah, Luckily, it's like all made of stone and metal tools and, and stuff. Glowing and red hot nails. Uh, Jason raises his hand and says, Nobody step into the kitchen yet? Well, I mean, no, I mean except for bugs. I mean, only Bearjaw, Bear Bear Mock, and Scrimcorn are all already in the kitchen. Please! <laughs> remember the, the traps? This whole place is filled with traps? I thought that was the trap. It could have been. Perhaps the table said. Take again the, the Drusen. Is the table's legs just covered in Dwergar skulls? <laughs> Scrim is staying as beetles. I'm gonna try and call that out when I get it. Drustin's going to kind of come up and peer around the corner and look about the room. Just uh, there was the pantry. There was another. Were, were there doors? Uh, four just or or 
parts uh, or something along the route. Oh, yeah. So there's a bunch of uh, yeah, a bunch of uh, like pots and pans, yeah. um, cauldrons, kettles, and a bunch of rotted food in pantries over here. I drew this. Yeah. This is an open doorway. Okay. It overlaps with where those stairs yeah. are. It's underneath or whatever. But over here is uh, uh, like two big, huge walk-in pantry thingies uh, with tons of rotted food in and it. And refrigeration. That you can yeah. see from there. But, but He's going to go over to that doorway, the, the open doorway to the pantries, and You're just walking across here. Uh, well, no. First. Just ask him. <laughs> for no reason. Well, for sure. When it sounded like that, he did. I'll back. Walk over there. Uh, no, he's gonna see. So, what's in the way between the pantries and where he is? The the, uh, the open door where the table was, and there's a couple unanimated tables over here as well. Okay, well, he's gonna look animated. at the floor itself. Is it like stone tile? Yeah. And he's gonna kind of look around for any raised tiles that could be possible trap. Truly a perception check. Yep. Yeah. All right, go ahead and roll. No, I will assist you. Thank yeah. you. Is this the water dish? Yes. Yes. No, it's a whiskey dish. Uh, I got 18 or passive. 19. So always you can just give me the. I, yeah. I, uh, so I like 19. Uh, yeah, Mock and Jerusalem sort of painstakingly spend 10 minutes uh, looking at this room. Doesn't seem to be anything uh, right, yeah. funny business here. Now he's going to walk five feet and then five feet more. <laughs> Until doorway he the doorway. And then he's going to look around at the. the Framework to see if there's anything there. Should we leave him to go so far by himself? Are you up, me up? Mock, sure. mock, I assume Mox. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, bug, ah, bugs will be next to him. Natural 20. Bugs, oh, 24. Another 10 minutes in the pantry, you find nothing but rotted food. Mm. Could it be that that was the only trap? Mox says, oh, no. no. Are Dwerg especially afraid of tables? Maybe. He says, uh, there's, he says there's one other secret door to investigate back in the bedchambers, right, right. but we're not finding much here. Should we look around in case something valuable is hidden here? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Your perception check? Well, right now I was just... The magical table is oh. clear. As a reminder of the history, the orcs sacked this place 200 years totally. ago. Um, right. Well, we're hidden, yeah. And uh, the, although... Found something. Hidden in the bedchamber. Keep walking around, see if anything else just spontaneously yeah. explodes. Well, yeah, I mean, that's basically like we have. We we I think we just agreed that like that's yeah. a door we don't want to take a risk on, but we'll take a risk here. Why don't you head back to the bedroom and check there? I'll uh, look around for anything of magical. Essence I mean, in your in your detailed search for traps, you would have found. Right. Like, you're you're yeah. looking for anything valuable, out of place. Right. When looking for traps, so you kind yeah. of. Couldn't search for traps without also finding what you're gonna find. But I'll take We're twenty minutes. All. I'll take twenty minutes. They cast detect magic in here. Okay. Uh, and you guys can head back over here and okay. open the secret door and stuff. Did we get traditional treasure from the bedchamber? No. No. We've gotten very gold? little treasure. No. In here. The. Uh, like the I mean, other than like that legendary like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hammer, that was, like, but not a lot of gold. I highly concentrated into one item. Right. Uh, yeah. So you guys want to head back to the bedchamber? Sure. I'm gonna stay in the the room and cast detect magic uh, for 20 minutes. It's gonna take me. Beetles will stay with you. Okay. <laughs> no concern for Tristan there, huh? All right, Pedro's gonna go back to the bed. Move your minis so where you, how you're okay. split up. Um, yeah, Bear on mock, back to the bed chamber. Let's take oil veins. Where are you going, oil veins? Oil veins coming with us. Council chamber. Council chamber. 
No, it's just, and yeah. Baron is wherever Baron's he is. Chain. Baron's right here in the doorway. Yeah. Cool. Baron Good job, Baron. Um, yeah, oh, uh, are we sending Dax now, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, let's send Dax for... Where's your painted me? Am I bringing to me the broke? Yeah. Oh, broke, so it's in, it's in my, like, repair shop. Oh, okay. Greg, Dax it's says... Stable. Now I'm seems a good time as any for me to go and uh, check on them assassins. Well, no, you uh, you talk to him, and I, I play him. Uh, are you asking for uh, well, now seems as good a time as any for you to go to check on the assassins. Mark nods and he says, "He says, all right, we'll see you soon." Okay. Yeah. Did you originally said it was when you're going to take a long rest? Yeah. Right. Each time you've told Dax to do something, it's been a different thing and a different timing. Yeah, but I mean, he's make up your saying, mind. He's clearly saying, like, like yeah. okay, he's not a computer program. He's not looking for a trigger. He says, "Hey, now's a good time." Box agrees. He doesn't. He can resist, resist if he wants. He says, "All right." He says. Have fun exploring. Try not to get yourself killed. He says, uh, he says, uh, oi. He says, if, uh, if you find trouble, is, are you, do you need any signal to let us know? He says, uh, he says, if, if there's anything on your heels, is there any, he says, is there any preconditions to, 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 to arrange before you return? Or are you confident in your safety? Most famous assassin in the world. He definitely oozes confidence, and you've seen some demonstration of his skill. I, I mean, yeah, he's just like, Mox throwing it out there, he's calling a shot, it's great. His, it's his skin on the line. He's he says, either... so what is it that you're actually asking me to do? Because you keep uh, asking me a different thing. I'm bugs. No, uh, oh. oh, you're bugs. <laughs> Did you ask me something? I'm bugs. The, someone just recently said someone should just stand outside and stand watch. No, no, no. So Go, go, find the assassins. When they're close, let us know. So, so stay with the assassins until they're close, then let you know they're right outside? That's what you just no, said to do. That's why wait. I'm asking for what you're yeah, actually I'm asking. You, you, you've been adamant about sending them out as soon as possible. Yeah. Right. What is it that you so, actually uh, want to do? Out of character. Out of character. Go they are looking to have him just report back as to how close okay. the assassins are. Why it's not like, just ask him to bad. kill some of them? Go. Find because where the assassins are. It's a different thing. Come back and let us no, know he, how he long we have. He agrees. Well, we want we want him to fight with us. All right, so that's a totally good question. In my opinion, because he might die. I think I think we want information. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to orchestrate a the most successful stand if we need to. Yeah. I think I think, well, I think the goal right now is the if they are far enough away, I get it. We can avoid a conflict with them entirely, so we have zero risk of. Of spending resources when the assassins are not actually our enemy. Um, if they're far enough away. If the, he comes back and says, they're five minutes behind me, yeah. then we, hmm. then we go, into it. go into combat. So, go see where the assassins are. Come back and let us know how long we have. Dax Shadowstalker. Legendary assassin. He says, little tracking report. I can do that. I hope so. Excellent. He says, if you run into trouble and you gotta get going somewhere, tell me where to meet you. We'll leave something for you. Why would you need to know if you are best assassin in the world? And you can track us so easily. He says, I could track you. Okay, I'd like to just know where you're gonna go. We'll leave a sign. He says, that'll work for me. Bear shall find some smile. Let's go. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Okay, uh, so I'm taking 20 minutes to cast Detect Magic as a ritual. 
Okay, so Drewston's are preparing that in here. It's Drewston and Beatles. Drewston and Bugs, and then Baron's standing in the doorway. Baron's, okay, so Baron's, Baron's with you guys. And the table that was playing yeah. possible Dax the whole time. headed out. Character just continues on her. Uh, and he, Dax, walks up the stairs and down the other stairs disappears. Saying, he has the yeah. best assassin. It would not be a problem for him to kill all of the assassins. Obek says, uh, y- you want me to go with, you know, never mind. <laughs> just sit there on that. You just sit you know, that is you, not his problem. Useless race. He gives useless up. People he gives up. About what I like is that Albeck has been more and more, like, not watched super closely. Like, totally. you guys are going this way. He's yeah. just kind of, like, sticking with one group. Oh, like, he's absolutely. he's never stepped out of sight of all of you guys. Oh. He's always made sure. If you guys start moving quickly, he's like, oh, yeah, like I'm not no, escaping. No, no. His efforts to, help, to heavily self-police <laughs> really have bought him, like, what is essentially a pretty long leash. And so, if he's truly a mastermind, we can totally get, get, get fucked by this, but, like, he's kind of... What's amazing is, he's very different from Hasten because Hasten was forgotten. Abek is full-on third wheel. Yeah. <laughs> full-on third wheel. Like, he's on, like, a date. Yeah. And we are, like, hey, guys. we are the couple, and he's, like, Cool, another like go kart. Can ride. I get out of here? No, two seats in each of them. I guess I'll just be in my own. Yeah, like I'll follow you guys on the go kart track. Yeah, and then you guys are basically having spousal arguments, and he's sitting oh, there man. very awkward. Oh, <laughs> so awesome. We care so little for his, for his feelings <laughs> or, or comfort levels. It's going to be amazing if we're just like, hey, we really need to get this message out. Avex, so everything you know, just go tell anyone you meet. Yeah. <laughs> get the hell out of here. Like, literally, he's just like the Johnny Appleseed of like, the shit we found out. <laughs> like, honestly, that's going to be like the best idea. And tell our story. Okay, I mean, I, I know it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but hey, not because hey, you told me. If we bump into you again and haven't told any money, then we'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how right. about the secret passage? Johnny, yeah. A larder. Um, Find Italian footwear. Another journal. Another journal. Furs. Furs. That so, journal was a code. Here you, you open the, the decoder ring. Secret passageway, and it is a uh, it is a carved out hallway, a narrow hallway, narrower than you know most other hallways, uh, about five feet. It's it's actually in the bed chamber oh, okay. up there. So it moves uh, forward from the secret door and then just ends in a in a T junction, going off to the left, so going off to the north and to the south. Both sides ending in what you can tell is the back side of a secret door. So it's like a stone door, but on this side it's got like a handle to move. To move the uh, the mm. stone. Tora, is it five feet high or how tall is the? Uh, it's uh, it, it's ten feet ten feet in here. Okay, yeah. So it's a passage. It uh. is a it is a passage. This is a pretty typical of uh, of like a, a secret escape passage. Oh, okay. um, tall enough to bring your pole arm in. Yeah, basically. I mean, Mox says uh, Mox goes and opens one, opens the one on the left, the northern door. Yeah, eighty two Dwargars thing. <laughs> Close it, close it, close it, close it. Nope. Wow. So, what are you doing over there? Rubbing your palms together. This hallway ends in a uh, secret door that you like slide as you uh, open the door. Oh, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it opens up into a large open chamber. How large are we talking? Uh, l- large, uh, uh, like 50 feet by 50 feet. Okay. Um, three doors 
open into this chamber other than the one that you came out of for normal doors open into it. And a dark pool fills a low stone basin in its center. The chamber is littered with the remains of old warriors. Seven dwarf corpses lie where they fell hundreds of years ago, surrounded by the remains of at least a dozen orc warriors. The dead appear to have been stripped of their arms and armor. Only a handful of broken weapons and shattered shields remain. Not close the secret door. <laughs> um, before you can. Oh. Are you afraid of ghouls? <laughs> Not particularly. Flaming ghouls. There is a sign that says rules for the name of the pool of salt. Give me a moment. Hey, no diving. No heavy petting. No horseplay. No splashing. No. Yes. No, no glass drinks yeah, here. No the pool. Yes, necromancy. Ne- yes, ne- <laughs> stop asking. Necromancy hours. Are between sundown to sunup. During the winter. <laughs> the pool is only heated. The pool of souls is only heated. During the <laughs> you hear as as you opened it and just took in right. the sight here. You heard a shouting what? in your direction, what? coming from this room. Get out of here! Get out of here, foul beasts! Leave this place, you orcs! And then materializing in front of you is a floating spectral image of what appears to be a dwarf. Its legs disappearing into nothing, mostly just a torso and above, uh, uh, arms outstretched, floating towards you rapidly. What do you do? Is he speaking dwarven? He was speaking in dwarven, yes. Mark responds in dwarven, he says, No orcs here! Only the dwarves come to uh, come to reclaim Karundrakar. Um. Yeah, give me a second. So I should have read more. How do you hit a ghost? Let me. I gotta get my head in the space of this guy. In the in the ghost. Testicle. In the ghost berries. Ghost berries. Good job. Mealy speaks in Orcish. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> She'll slay you. They're like, I speak Orkish. Give me your ghost oh, money. Sorry, I can speak. Okay, so. Oh, I'll placate yeah. it. Uh, I'll calm it down. I will calm him with an Orkish lullaby. Uh, it opens its mouth and screams. Ah! It says, looters, looters! Oh, no. And, uh, and comes, uh, comes towards you but stops. Uh, uh, just in front of the door, you you have it open because he was right, right on you right, before right. you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak. So this is this and day. S- stops at the doorway. And he says, uh, he and says, continuing uh, to shout. <laughs> he says, what, "What is your name?" He says, uh, "He says we come, we mean you no harm." Give me a. Uh... Oh, I usually depend on your character sheet being here for the list of skills. Uh, uh, acrobatics. Oh, there you go. It's, it's persuasion. I always think rapport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was fourth edition, right? No, that was fate. Sure. That was fate. Yeah. That's why I think rapport. That was the, the rabbi. Yes. Oh, so close to be better. Uh, 11. Persuasion. No, uh, 10. No. Straight 10. Straight 10. No, not persuasion. Yeah, persuasion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No rapport. No rapport. Um. Yeah, it. Uh, it just continues to shout, "Looters! Looters!" 
Spears doesn't seem to be responding to you much and then lunges forward towards you. Okay. What is Mach? How does Mach react to the ghost like lunging its hands towards you? Oh my gosh, what do I know? Ghost. Dodge. Yeah, I mean, dodge sounds great. Yeah. Okay, right. being grabbed. So as Mach, uh, uh, as Mach like takes a step back, does a, like a tactical yeah. dodge, the ghost just disappears. Like it, it, as it crosses the threshold of the secret door, it just like as if it was moving into a wall, just disappears as it moves oh. through it, and then you see it come out of a wall oh. to the side, and then come at you again, oh. and then stop at the doorway. Interesting. Oh, so so basically, like, we're standing here. And he like disappears here and then appears out here. Yeah, he like just okay, so this, reappears into that room. This threshold seems to be um, so. I mean, Mach says, "You have ruined this place. Ruined this place." Somebody Mach just he wants to calm this ghost down, and he says, "He says, what can we do to show you good faith?" He says, uh, "He says we've come to remove the curse on uh, on Durgedin." Uh, and he says, uh, he says, he says, we we come with respect to this place, uh, this this place of dwarven heritage. Uh, you see a reaction in the ghost. It stops for a moment and then stares at you. It says, ruined. <laughs> he says, are you a, are you a follower of Durgedin? He says. He says, we, we, we would lift the blight on his corpse defiled. And the ghost, uh, the ghost looks at you as if you've said something that, uh, uh, it, it's like, it's, it's thinking. Triggers a memory. It is. He is, uh, uh, he is, he is floating there and, 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 and looking around and he says, Durgedin, Durgedin, Kundrakar. You ruined! This place is ruined! Durgedon has fallen! He says, he says, I He says, but uh we come to we come to know his secrets that we may that we may uh remember his legacy and perhaps avenge the wrongs that were done here so long ago. And he's like continuing to shake his head and just says, Durgedon! Durgedon! Um, Beardog looks at Mog and is like, I will go get the Rustin. <laughs> Mog gives them the nod and he like, says, <laughs> He says, I'm a bit over my depth here, Beardog. Beardog's just like, Good I'm thinking. gonna walk away from this scenario. <laughs> I'm gonna go get Dad. I'm gonna go get Dad. He knows what to do. I like <laughs> that. Beardog's usually just like, Just let me crush the thing, but here she's like, I don't like. Yeah. I, don't have a, I don't have a strategy Ghost. for whiny ghosts. It says this place ruined, ruined. They all fell. I know something. They who all likes fell. Ruins. I will go. Uh, can uh, I use an insight check to kind of get any information about what yeah, maybe study this? Yeah, yeah, maybe what, what, what's driving it or whatever. I mean, as I'm looking in the room, so uh, yeah, I'll just roll that. That's a damn good one. Uh, let's do 22 insight. The ghost puts its hands covering its face, although you can still see its face through its hands. Uh, um, and then it just starts 
spinning around in the room, just like floating, spinning, saying, they all died, they all died, I left them to die, as he's floating around in the room. Um, Mock, I mean, what's obvious here is that this is a ghost, uh, uh, you know, tormented with grief. Um, it seems that the Crazy. years have affected its Brain. years, or perhaps just on death in general. Yeah, uh, or suffering. The suffering. Mock may not know much. Like maybe it was like this the maybe day he after was just it happened. Well, like yeah, the, the the conditions, right? The crucible of this event, the time. Maybe he was the like dying. Alive. The dying clearly has played a part. So yeah. Did. What is what is what precisely is Mock trying to uh, um, yeah trying to learn from this exchange? Like the, the, so the, the the ghost appears to be so stricken with its feelings or whatever's going on that he seems unable to just engage. Right. Yeah. And so Mock is trying to uh, understand what he can do to move forward with with a conversation and then and somehow like assuage its its, its issues so that, that they can talk i mean again if, if it's if it's impossible to do fine but like no, within, but within, within what he sees and like mock, with his abilities like what could he do mock sees a, for, like, a trigger mock you know and sort of studying his reaction can see a definite trigger in in speaking about the events when you yeah. when you spoke about durgeddon and when you spoke about curse yeah. uh he reacted he changed and then you know, several seconds later, he starts going, slips it. back into this just sort of like okay. spiraling, literally in this current case, um, <laughs> uh, uh, despair. But there was, but Mott felt like he was getting headway uh, from this. Getting headway from that. You rolled really well, right? I did 22. Yeah, 22. 22. Yeah. 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 Mott, Mott can tell that like there's something there with speaking to the specific, um, right. the specific memories of this ghost, perhaps. Gotcha. Um, so then, based on that, he. He starts just recounting what he knows of the, the, the dwarves of Karundrakar, how Durgeddon led his people to refuge here, and how they had begun to, how he, he knows that they had uh, begun to make speak this it, Speak it, speak okay, it. Okay, like, perfect, like, perfect, like perfect, perfect, yeah. He says, uh, he says, uh, tormented soul, he says, we understand, we understand that the suffering of your people, thrown from their home and driven by it, by orcish, orcish marauders, we, we know that you took, took root here, Making home and hearth with your people for for decades, uh, and that and that calamity befell you, despite your, your 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 battling to the last dwarf. He says the death and the suffering here is evident, but I know that that you were you were honorable craftsmen, and uh, and and that your leader Dergeddon was of true soul and, and the dwarf of of character. He says uh, he says he, he as Mock is is saying all this the. Spinning around ghost, just like literally, just like spinning. The dreidel of a ghost. And then at one point, the ghost just drops into the floor and falls out of the ceiling. And uh, but as Mock is saying this, it's starting to slow his motions down. And then as Mock is getting to, you know, we know the 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 Durgeddon and the and the the character, the character, the ghost is starting to just sort of float, still a bit aimlessly, but like towards Mock, and is now like locked eyes on. Mock and is floating back and forth and has stopped wailing as Mock is saying this and just like and is staring at him, listening. Once he brings them, then Mock brings out his own insignia of a clan crafter and he says, he says, as a as a as a recognized crafter of the dwarven race, he says, my respect for Durgeddon, he says, is 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 beyond what I can express to you today. But he says, I'm here to learn of his legacy and what I have learned, he says, is most is most uh, troubling. It saddens me greatly. 
but he says if there is if there is aught I can do to put his his name or his people to rest, he says I would do it before leaving. Right about this time, about five minutes into your ritual, Driston, Bear Jaw comes stomping in behind you. We have fun, ghost. <laughs> Bear Jaw is the opposite of Avek. Oh, right to the quick. <laughs> oh, God. 15 minutes left? Is it an emergency? I just tell you because he is complicated. <laughs> she sits down and waits. <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> and he, he ends the ritual and falls to the stairs. <laughs> she was just waiting for you. That's the decision you made. All right. On your own. So Bearjaw is just leading the Just in, <laughs> dragged her. And Scrimcorn sees beetles. this in beetle form. Follow, follow. So the beetles, beetles, skitter, skitter, skitter. Hey, they don't call it a party for nothing. <laughs> Let's go see what the party's Bear about. would probably be very interested. Yeah. It's hard to play every part of him. We just sort of. I just ended up being in front. And that's all like Mach has nothing to say. But you're yeah. right. If Baron was here. I'm Baron's with them. He's uh, coming He might just oh, right, right, right. fucking turn this thing immediately and just vaporize it. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. That could happen too. I wonder how he would feel. It could be different than oh. seeing something that is of necromatic origin. Yeah. Which yeah. a ghost, he would certainly yeah. know, is not necessarily. Sure. I mean, ghosts can be a more na- it can be a natural uh, phenomenon. He's gonna ask us to have the ghost send a message to his wife. <laughs> Take this scroll. He's always talking about that wife. I'm just gonna yeah. say that Will Bane's not in there because he doesn't want the freaked out ghost to see what it looks like. A draw. Oh yeah. Oh, into the shadows. Hey, look, I'm a good dwarf. We are good dwarfs here for honor. He's in the closet right now. So you went back. You went back around the corner. He's hiding in the closet. He's just like kind of looking. He's not trying to. So as Bearjaw and Driston and Scrim Beetles and Baron all like Bearjaw's leading them this way. They see just Oilvein like standing in the closet. He's just like, good, good luck. Because <laughs> they pass him by. I don't think I should go. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just Let's go. I'll then come to the closet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so back back to Mop, which sure. you guys can sort of pick up as you're as you're approaching here. Um, he brandishes the clan crafter. He speaks about his personal investment and and, and uh, admiration for Degeden. And uh, the ghost says. You are not. You are not orcs. You are not looters. He says, "No, far from it." He says, "Who are you?" And Mock says, uh, "My name is Merrick Fohammer." Uh, he says, "I've journeyed here with my uh, with my companions to learn of of." And he gets hard. He says, "Misdeeds, perhaps of my clan." He says, "These are things we wish to set right." We came here to, to learn about this place and and what transpired, what, what was the downfall of Karundakar, and what what does it have to do with my clan and my family? He says, Karundakar, my home, my home. He says, uh, he says, it fell, I left them, I left them all. Who, what was your name? He, well, at that, he looks, and he looks down at his own body, and then he looks at his ghostly hands and he says, "What is my name?" Jeez. And he says, uh, "He says, what are you?" And he what's the name Andrew? The name of the wizard? What was it? Oh, uh, <laughs> and put it in Slack. Arundel. was sent out. He says he left them all. He says, "What are you, Arundel?" He says, "Arundel, 
I was called that once. What? He said. <laughs> Drusen hears that. He walks in the room. Oh, oh, rude. Ah, uh, he says. He says. I read of you as well. Trusted advisor to uh, to Durgenin himself, and uh, and and worthy forge mate in all of his greatest labors. As you're saying this, as you're as you're speaking the the, the truths of this place, uh, it's. It could be your imagination. It's hard to say, but the ghost even seems its legs you couldn't see below its, you know, below its uh its its thighs before. It's like you swear you can see more of them now. Its legs almost reaching and touching the ground and uh, and the ghost instead of sort of just like swaying in the air looks a bit more steady as if uh, as if standing. And uh, and he says, "Hi. I was Arundel." Mark says, uh, Mark says, uh, he says, do you remember your story? For we learned that Dergeddon had sent you, sent you of the, away from this place with, with, with secrets, with important secrets to help, to help protect the world against what transpired here. Do you remember? He's, uh, he's shaking his head, like, as you're asking him to give new information, he's like, He's just like sway a little bit more and says, I, I left them all. I left them all. They all, they all perished. He says, no, no. You followed the orders and the, and the greatest wishes of your king, of your leader. He says, you, there was no betrayal in your action. He says, you know this. You know this at your core. Do not torment yourself. Read him the words. Read him the words that, uh... Dirkedon wrote about him. Yeah, the, the passage uh, in a nice way. Okay, no, no that's a good call. He's, he's get, there's a little bit of a risk there, but he's gonna take that risk and he's gonna pull out the diary. And he says, "I've read it." He says in Dirkedon's own hand. And uh, the ghost is like, stop swaying and is like steady. Yeah. And is staring at you. And he he, see, he turns to that latest passage that speaks of Dirkedon. Sending Arundel forth, and he reads him those words. Last night I sent Arundel away, under protest, you would have me add. But the tunnel is sealed now. There is no one doing it. Any more than a single escapee in the orcs would surely catch them all. But still I must ask myself this wisdom or selfishness that chose to save Arundel. My advisor, my mage, my partner in the forge, my partner in life. He was the key to everything I ever accomplished. And... It's so on and so forth. Arundil, the ghost, speaks and says, Dear Geddon, he sent me away. He sent me out of this place. He says, he tried to save me, but I couldn't stay away. He says, I came back. When? He says, I came back a week, a week, not a week had passed. He says, but it was over. And he turns around. Now you see, like, stepping to turn around and gesturing at the dwarves and orcs fallen fallen in here. And says, I slayed, I slayed a dozen more. He says, I showed them my wrath. He says, I made them pay. I made them pay for every, uh, for every inch they took. Durkedon... Uh, you had discovered something for Dragadin. You had given him some knowledge. 
Uh, you had uh, a gem with you. Do you remember what you learned? He, uh, at that, his legs, like, disappear, and he floats up, and he says, BETRAYAL! Oh, perhaps I should keep my mouth closed. Is he, uh... Because I assume you're all standing in the hallway, not in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this this is an unstable ghost. BETRAYAL! 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 Mark says, uh, he says, he says, I betrayal, but the means to still set right what was done he says, we are here for that. He says, you can be a part of the, f- of the future of this story. He says, be with us. Be calmed. He calms pretty quickly. He yeah. calms pretty quickly from his, from his state. Outburst. From his outburst. And uh, he says, I, he says, I am not a part of anything any longer. He says, I am, I am cursed. To live here, my, my grief, my, my betrayal of my clan. He says, it is no more than I deserve. Those are the Beatles moving around. Oh, the crickling crackling of the Beatles. Cardioid mites! Cardioid! I know, it helps a little. Um, uh, uh, then he said, uh, okay, go ahead, please. He says, I, he says, I can be part of nothing any longer. He says, where can we learn? He says, please, free me from this. Free me from this fate. How can we do so? And he looks around and he says, he he actually just like looks around and he's staring at the bodies. Yeah. And he doesn't answer and he says, free me. Would Baron know of a ritual you could do to free a ghost from its mortal form? I could turn it. <laughs> Baron shrugs. Uh, Not the worst idea. Mock, uh, Mock says, he says, it may, he says, it, it, it may, it may come to that, but before, he turns back to the ghost, he, and he addresses him by name. Arundel. Arundel. Can't his name. He says, Arundel, where can we learn more about what happened here? about Durgeddon, about his work, about your life. He says, there's a forge in the other room, brimming with magics. I know you worked miracles on this. He says, where can it be learned? Uh. He says, my, he says, my forge, our forge, he says, It stands unblemished. He says, It dies. It dies with us. It died with us. Mock hangs his head truly saddened. And he says, The magics live. He says, But I feel, I sense that you are telling the truth. He says, But, uh, but the story must not. There must be says, some other. I can perform no longer. He says, I am not a craftsman. I am nothing. I am a failure. He says, did you not speak with anybody during that week of your escape? Was there not anyone who uh, who bore information about the fall of Karundrakar? Yes. 
fucking leads, man. <laughs> Give this me a something. Yeah, well, yeah, like it's on his butt. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't the general to say they didn't like destroy her yeah, Drusen brought up the gem, and the, he went ballistic. It's clearly like a trigger that there's no obvious way to overcome. I'm, I'm grabbing something that I need real quick. Okay. Joe's pulls out his iPad. He's <laughs> getting stats, stats for an evil monster ghost. Ghost of the wizard speaks to Ghost of the Stenographer and says, Take this down. <laughs> stenographer is surprisingly tranquil. He's chill. He I didn't am betray anybody. As I was in life. Uh, Very studious. You are, so you're asking him, you know, ask the question again, frame the question. Sure, sure. He says, uh, he says, uh, he says, is there anyone who can speak then not to your, not to your labors, but to the fall of Karundakar? He said, you spoke of being escaped for a week. Was there not anyone with whom you, you, uh, uh, you, you kept counsel? Was there anyone who learned more of what of what happened, uh, the, the the fate of Karundakar, for the look for nay the location of this place was 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 secret to us. And we look. We he says he says we we need more. He shakes his head and says, "I I left a week, not a week." He says, "I could have made a difference if I stayed." He says, oh. He says, a week. He says, I traveled, I traveled to, I, I traveled from. And he shakes his head and he says, keep it safe. He said, where? He says, we must, we must know. Trust us with this. And he wants to persuade the dwarf, the, the, the ghost to trust him. What you've already learned from your insight is that you... Okay. He seems to respond best when you um, when you're able to feed him more for his for his memory to play off of. Gotcha. Uh, you've you've been in a, a, a couple questions in a row here of sure, just sure. asking yeah. him gotcha. for more information without sort of. Gotcha. Oh, I, I, I see that there's no there. there yeah. Okay. Drusen, perfect. I'm not saying. Yeah. Yeah. Saying yeah. 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 I, I hear you saying it's good. Drusen says, um, "We seek justice for the betrayal. Uh, the the gem that led to the to the betrayal." The gem that perhaps even led to the fall of Karunjakar. Is it here? Where with it we can bring justice to those who hurt your soul. He says, the gem, the gem, keep it secret. Keep the gem secret, keep it safe. He says that we shall do. Uh, and he steps into the room. Bach blocks him physically uh, if he can. If he is able. Uh, he's, I mean, you are certainly physically yeah. able. Yeah. And with his eyes, he's going to look in there and just see if he can see the body of Arundel. Like, specifically, it's going to be the, the tattered... The maybe one. Yeah, the tattered clothing on it, or what he holds may set him apart. Or, you know, encircled by, like, the corpses of 12 burnt orcs or something like that. Um... Yes, while the remains are, are are tattered, there is definitely one that is set apart from the others, where most are wearing more heavy armor of, of dwarven warriors that you would, especially, you know, remnants of probably once fine armor and weapons. Uh, 
much looted. There's definitely one that uh, doesn't have that uh, evidence, and it's it's in the in the very corner of this room, slumped against uh, against the corner, and there's some rags and uh, uh, tatters of what was perhaps once a robe. Very um, in its hand. There's not a gem <laughs> clutched in its hand. But Mock will expand. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. I was say Mock will expand on what Dresden said, and he says, he says, then we will tell you more of our tale too, and not just the gems. But we are the descendants of Amberhelm, now pursued by himself. He says he seeks to take the our lives. eyes what... turn red, and he flies at you, and he says, Amberhelm, and flies in, comes out of the ceiling, and flies at you again, yeah. and then uh, and then comes down. And he says, he says he has betrayed us too. He seeks to take our lives. He has assassins on his way here now. He says, but we mean to learn what his treachery was. We mean to undo those wrongs and 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 and, uh, and reclaim the honor of our clan if he has besmirched it. He says, "You, you were the one who unlocked the secrets of those gems, gems gifted to our mothers." He says, "He says, help us redeem our family." He he looks and he says, "The gems, the gems, the gems. I I took a gem." I took a gem. Durgen. Durgen was. He was furious. Lock, lock yourself in your room, but you plumb the depths and you learned of the pool of souls. The pool of souls. Yes, yes, the gems from the pool of souls. Treachery, betrayal of our people. Where? Where is the gem now? Did you have it on you when you returned here? Taita! Taita. Taita! Kusikwa! Taita Kusikwa! Keep it secret, keep it safe! Does that mean it's... anything to Drewston? Is he evaporating? who is she? Taita! A friend! And where? How to find her? Justice, justice on Adric's head. Redemption for Grundrakar, a future for this place. Does Taita, a friend, he, I, he says, sent him a message. He says, I gave him the gem. He says, uh, he says, he says, uh, How do we find your friend? Send him a message. Send him a message. Uh, find him. Mocker is addressing on that one. <laughs> so uh, I think Ghost is almost like asking you, like yeah, confused. Yeah, Houston has studied yeah. the history. Uh, he has trained the history. Does this Taita sequentum? Taita what? Kusisqua. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like Mayan. I'm just saying, like, I've heard a little bit of Mayan. Taita. When I live in Mexico, it sounds like Mayan. Kasisqua? <laughs> I will, I will chat it into Slack for you that you can Don't pull it. This is a very, uh... T-A-I-T-A. T-A-I-T-A. I'll spell it for you. You can put it in the notes. Yes. T-A-I-T-A. K-U-S-I-S-Q-A. 
Cast a fucking spell. This is a not a common name. Has Drusen encountered this in his study of dwarven or otherwise history? Um. Like as a famous figure. Yeah, yeah, no. someone that came up. No. Okay. It does not ring a bell whatsoever. Um, he shakes his head as mock But can you send a magic with just a name? Like, like the message, is like spell sending. Do, do you need just a name? I don't, that's what. I, that's why I don't, I don't have that. Only we have an assassin who could track down anyone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, Baron's the one who has access. Like this guy, like clearly gave mock to like fucking just send him a message, and I'm like, I just don't know how to do that. I don't know what his phone number is. <laughs> Uh, it has to be a creature with which you are familiar. You have to be familiar for sending. Okay. Uh, well, my name is. Okay. Yeah. And the ghost is like shaking his head and, and stumbling backwards yeah. a bit, but stumbling on his feet. Like, yeah. Is uh, there anything Ghosty more we can, we can uh, tell him? Where, where is Taita? No, I mean, we need to jog his memory more. Taita. Like... Taita. He says, uh, uh, he says, uh, Snowbane. He says the name Snowbane. He says, uh, he says, was she a hero to your people? Snowbane? Says, Snowbane. Who is Snowbane? (laughs) Barabas says forward, allow me to tell you about Snowbane. First, we must begin with, she is not yet dead. We do not know if she has died, but there is no sign that she has, and therefore that is good enough. And then she goes on. She tells the exact same story that she told before, starting at the beginning with gods and the and the etc. etc. Don't want to rehash the whole you thing. You guys know. And then you all know it. So Bearjaw tells it quickly, or maybe not quickly. Yeah. It's kind of a meandering. Everyone's story. got a little law back in them. Uh, well, when she gets excited about a story, you know. Uh, and the ghost, the ghost says, We remember Snowbane. He says, uh, He says, uh, Oi. Says, That's a carving. The There's a carving. We made a carving. Yes, I found this. Of Snowbane. Did you bring out the hammer? Yeah, no, yeah, she totally brings out the hammer. See? The ghost does not react at all. Okay. And he says, <laughs> Just, uh, we, we, made, we made a carving. Durgeddon. Yeah. Durgeddon commanded it. broken. Durgeddon in a dream. In a, in a dream. He, a dream. He said, and then he thinks. He says, uh, she was the carving. She was a hero to your people. Did you, did you know her? Says, we did not know her. I've been talking to Ghost Man all day, he's just like <laughs> tired of shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, just like the decision fatigue's piling says, up. You guys did, see that Mock is starting to kind of like oh, hit his. Is mine. Yeah. We did. We did not know her. It was a dream. Mm-hmm. Moradin spoke to Durgen in said, a dream. Ben, ben says. Uh, so we carved. And Ben says, and and what? What part did the priest play in this? The, the priest of uh, Karundrakar. He says, he says, did they, he says, were, were they given orders from Moradin? He says, only Durgen. Durgen had a dream of what to do. Crazy. Uh, uh, Karundrakar. 
May we may we lay your body to rest next to that of Durgedin, your friend, your partner, your uh, brother in arms. Says Durgedin, cursed. Uh, Baron says, I can remove that curse. Ah, ah, and put you to rest next to him in a proper dwarven way. Unlike my wife <laughs> and my beard. <laughs> when Baron says that, uh, the ghost, like, stops even swaying and stands there and, uh, and gives a dwarven like uh, uh, like a like a kneel, uh, uh, a respectful like uh, yeah, did, like like a bow or like yeah. puts his puts his arms together, uh, uh, you know, like crosses nose, crossed arms and uh, <laughs> and bows his head and he says, "Please, free me from this torment." What will do? Thanks, cousin. Also uh, weird. And so, uh, yeah. No appreciation. Mock says, uh, Mock looks back and he says, he says, let's remove the curse and then return. Hey. Uh, yeah. We'll be back. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Mock says, uh, we will, we will return be. when it is done. <laughs> You'll stare at and we'll be right back. Should we tell him where you land to rest next to Durgeddon after we take Durgeddon's armor? <laughs> uh, we're not looters. Uh, betrayed, betrayed. His armor's gone. Next to Durgeddon's There's an order of operations. There's an order of operations there that's going to be respected. Yeah, yeah. All right. Mock uh, looks back at the other, like, at the yeah. other door and he's just So like, everyone's there except for Oil Vane and Abek. Yeah. We're just listening from the closet. Mock looks at the other door and he's just Cautious. like, Cautious. I mean, Scrim is Beatles, and he, from the beginning, did not want to be involved in this at all. In this Jeez. ghost, ghost I just thought that we wanted perceptions. <laughs> and it was this kind of like, are we in the right place? We haven't discovered any secrets. Are we in the right place? And it's well, like, all the open the door. A secret. Open a door. Another secret. <laughs> Open another door. A secret. <laughs> <laughs> you finally <laughs> found your way to the, to the foundry. Like the fucking plot. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, though. You spend a lot of time wandering the Glitterham and fighting troglodytes. Yeah, and yeah. like, we should kill all the troglodytes. <laughs> I mean... We don't want anyone in our back. We should kill the whole troglodyte family. We, we uh, came out essentially, in this room. It was half that and half us just going in circles. <laughs> yeah. we, yes. We, we, we were in this room and we were like, we're going to be down here for months. <laughs> You were like, that troglodyte fight took a lot out of us. We should sleep the night and come back and kill more troglodytes. <laughs> they must be what Adric is hiding. It has, it's, so, it's so hard to know what percentage in a yeah. fucking underground kingdom yeah. you are when you're going to fucking storm the entire thing after 200 years of it being controlled essentially by Grix. Tristan <laughs> yeah. is like physically and firepower ready to open this next door. I don't know if he's emotionally ready to open this next door. Not at all. Gonna bring, he's gonna open it up. On the one, like, on the one hand, he's like, man, like every door is just like, well, great. Now we're not chasing whatever this this, this mage halfway across the world. That's true. But on the other hand, like, is the treasure of shadow shadow dragon in the other? Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about that during our long rest, by the way. Tricky. That's tough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do we uh, should we bother with another door or just head back? 
Long rest. Where's your, yeah. Where's our safe spot for long rest? We want to do it in the this the planning room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually not bad. All right, we head back to the planning room. Drewson takes out his tent. Fair <laughs> job watches him set up a tent inside a building. I mean, he just has no. You don't problem. actually have to sleep. Right. Right. It's because not for sleeping. It's for It's practice. only been like a few hours since you woke up. We yeah, we, we don't know what goes on in that tent, but he goes in there when clearly oh, that's true. It's not, says when clearly it's not time for sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah please. As a subject of, you know setting up a tent in the rice speculation. Trucin's an introvert. And some comedy. He, he spends his energy years. by being around you nutbags, and yeah. then he goes back in the tent and recharges his batteries. Right. <laughs> Discharge, uh, recharges. He has active figures of each of us. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, and in the last <laughs> hour, Tristan has had. I want to go through if he would let me. In the last hour, Tristan has had a probably very stressful conversation with a ghost and a dragon. <laughs> he fucking killed the dragon conversation. I'm Scream Court, I'm Beatles. What the fuck's my deal? <laughs> Pick one! Okay, <laughs> the tent goes flop. Throwing stuff in that <laughs> Is he doing that. a Scream Court voice? Alright. Yeah. I bet we touch that. We put him outside like a dog, is what you mean. Stay. Stay. <laughs> he he whines and scratches in the I call this corner. <sighs> Uh, I mean, sets of tent, sets of stuff, but pretty soon, like, comes out and says, Well, before we get too arrested, to, uh. <laughs> like, opens her eyes, just, like, blarely. Well, well alright, you're accomplishing that, Tristan. I know I negotiated for two days apiece with that dragon. Well, it is an evil dragon. And it probably has its fair share of treasure that rightfully belongs to Grunjakar and the descendants thereof. Uh, Bairn, cousin, I know you're after gems. Mock, cousin, I know you're after treasure. Birdle. I like to kill dragons, yes. Exactly. Well, Vane and Scrimcorn, I understand if you don't want to risk it. Is it that you really want your night color whistle back? Is that how you. No! <laughs> Oh, I'd be fine leaving, but... It's okay, we will get I know back. you have all done so much in my pursuit of this truth and knowledge that I want to make sure that you are able to pursue your individual story. Inside, well. inside check. <laughs> no, 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 he's being honest. He's like, uh, just thinking of the treasure that's down there and the uses that you, Mark, and you, Ben, could have for it. I think it would be... Selfish of me not to offer my own help in securing such a pile of lucre. Such a pile, a pile of dragon balls. And if this is what we choose, then I'll uh, choose my spells accordingly. I don't want to be filthy rich, but if you guys want to, I'll be rich too. <laughs> I'll be rich with you so that you don't feel like left out. Does Mark say anything to this? Uh, Absolutely. Mark says, uh, he says, we Drusen, I've got problems aplenty in my own life, but to be honest, I've come to, I've come to learn that they, they pale in comparison to your lonely road of the last 15 years. Young as you are, a good, a good dwarf like yourself shouldn't grow up so, so far from home and hearth, and I enjoy a great many years of camaraderie and, and family support. 
before I had to set out on my path alone. He says, uh, it's, it's become important to me to see you back with, uh, with the family. He says, but, uh, but my, own, my own need for coin does weigh heavily. He says, he says given the, the, the nature of a nasty beast like a dragon, I wonder what, what all we risk having come this far with a needless fight. Uh, he says, uh, he says it, would, uh, it would cause me yeah. endless grief. If we go there, suffer a mighty, uh, uh, suffer a loss of one of us or a, or a mighty injury for a few, for a few coins, maybe a pittance, and uh, compromise all the, all us we've worked towards. He says, uh, it appeals to me, but I just don't know. I am not afraid to find out if we can do it. We can always run away. We do not have to sacrifice everything if it is too much, but uh, did you see the dragon? Do you have an idea of it? This is the first time I've ever heard Bearjaw not be like, of course we can kill it. Because yeah. Bearjaw's uh, obviously not dumb. Yeah, <laughs> She's like, well, there are some dragons the new, we shouldn't fight. There are some dragons that we shouldn't fight. Yeah. <laughs> no. The, the, the town is noted. Yeah. Nate, well, the uh, the dragon guard who are here were dropping treasure down there. Kind of happens many times a day. Um, Perhaps for a good reason. If we're going to be near Waterdeep, like currently we've only got seventy four gold per person from this. I am not a financially motivated person. That is the word. Yes. Do we need good. money to to fuel our uh, alliance with uh, the dwarves of? Thornhill? Did you miss oh, what question oh, she asked of you? Say that again. She asked if you had seen that. She was asking about how, how big, is big and dangerous Oh, yeah, yeah. He said, I we have no idea. No, I have oh, no idea. Okay. So, sorry, I thought when I broke uh, in, I thought... Mark says, he says, we have more coin in our own personal purses. He says, uh, he says, he says, and if coin is required to, to create the alliance, we'll negotiate those terms heavily and then and then gain what we need. He says, but the dragon, he says, perhaps there's more there than we need or not even a pittance that would help us. It's prob, he says, probably there, are, there is coin there. He says, probably there is wealth. More it's, than you need? It's the danger. He says, he says, a dragon, either the dragon is weak and it has nothing or it's strong and it has much. He says, but it's strong and it has much. It won't part with it easily. I could send uh, uh, Unger down there in guise of a bat. Uh, which muscle down in the caves? Uh, natural form, and she could inform us of what she sees. Oi. This now you're talking. Scouting, that is smart. A Goliath never flings oneself into danger. Or I could think of it without knowing what the danger is. <laughs> yeah, you're I mean, if the money's down there, I don't think it's going to go. Or we send Dax And if we're cautious enough against the dragon. And if the Durga that were here before us were cautious enough against the dragon, I don't think that money's going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So. More information from Onga would be welcome. But it seems that it's just... Cool. Send your, your ghost rat. Send Onga ghost after, what is after we're well rested well, I mean, and ready for a fight. She's near here now. She got blasted by right. something or other. She got shattered to death. But, 
But if you spend the next ten minutes summoning her back, don't send her until we've rested. The mirror has its fair share of black dragons, and they would not take kindly to a uh, a peek in their treasure hoard. So I will have to take another hour and twenty minutes on top of our rest. For Anga. For Anga. Okay. If you guys are okay with that, I'm okay with it. So it means we'll be resting for Jeez. nine and a half hours. Whew. Nice long rest. Long rest. I have some things to do. It's okay for us to press long rest. Love that. Hmm. <laughs> we pressing long rest? Um. Oh, so you guys are yeah. So yeah. You're settling in uh, yeah. in this place. Let's see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, uh, as you do everything that you're about to describe, you find yourself undisturbed by others that would seek you harm. We hear the ghost say, Did you already leave without me? I'm bad, Alright, so long rest. Bink, 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 bink. Take long rest. Confirm. I didn't know how that button worked for a long time. The long rest? Well, you click it, and then it's like, confirm, three, oh, yeah. two, one, zero, and it goes away, and I was like, so it's confirmed, right? <laughs> confirmed. In I did that like eight times, two. being like... All right. Let me get like, a quick round uh, yeah. of what uh, y'all are doing in here, because it's not sleeping. Yeah. Um, it's it's still basically morning-ish. Or it's like midday. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you... I mean, Although technically we can only do a long rest once per 24 hours. Uh, right, then this is actually, if, if you want the benefits of a long true. rest, you this needs to go overnight. Gotcha. To the next day. You guys okay with that? No, because now we're in uh, territory of the assassins. I'm not okay with that. Well, theoretically, what's his name? That's why you did Perfect. It. Yeah, yeah. Like, so let's take it to that point. If they come on the earliest thing, you should yep. get some warning yeah. from him before then. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Unless he dies or betrays you or any other sort of thing. Maybe but, as Dax would say, it's about risk. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think, and, and look, we do need to, we need to break the curse of mm-hmm. Durgeddon. We need yeah. that armor. That's a fundamental part of the plan. Mm-hmm. We would prefer to set like mock gave verbal verbal promises yeah. to put this guy. So I think I think they're in that we're in that mode. Totally. So that being said, uh because you're basically got like twelve hours to kill before the yeah. not quite twelve hours, but because you basically got like eight hours to kill before the eight hours of your short rest in, in that of your long rest in that way, you could do the your familiar thing now. Yeah. Before the long rest. Oh that's true. Days. Like you can get that intel. Should we do that? Yeah. yeah. There's basically you could do anything leading up till yeah. tonight. Yeah. So what he'll do is, as people are setting up their tents and all that, he will summon Anga back. So he brings out this hollow, or this stone, this mossy stone that has all these holes in it. And he says, uh, over it, uh, he puts some kind of like dried herbs and stuff around it. He says, Onga, I found you long ago in a desecrated glen. Uh, your spirit trapped within the stone. I call you back from the ethereal realm. 
from the Feywild to help us once again, if you will. Um, and then from one area of this stone, uh, a form starts kind of wriggling out, looking almost kind of like a newborn creature, kind of just like wet and unformed. But by the time it comes out, it flaps its wings, and it is a, I'd say, a pretty small bat with a leaf nose bat kind of thing. Uh, very dark color. It looks like it would be in these kinds of mountains. And it flies around and he goes, oh, 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 I'm so glad you're here. I missed you. That's like, they move yeah. fast. It's like, sh- like around the yeah. area in here. Um, and then uh, he walks out so I can see through her eyes when she's within 100 feet. So you see her walk out kind of slowly. She can go past that though? She can go anywhere. Gotcha, gotcha. But you can only um, see directly see through see her eyes. Yeah. But she can communicate directly to no, you. No, I don't know. And uh, I think a bat has blind sight, right? Well, she's not. When, when she starts flying around, bat, Scrim says, "No, she's actually a fae. She is celestial fae or fiend." I she might still have dark sight, but she has the stats of a bat. Yeah, bat right. stat. Okay. She starts flying around. Scrim says, "Is she? Is she going into the? <laughs> yeah, right. The shadow scale." Night, you asked specifically not to do that. Yeah, are we, that's that's fine right. if we're doing that, but let's get right. ready for it going. Oh, yeah, south. that's true. Uh, we could wait then. Yeah, just. He's like, up, up, up. Well, he, uh, he asked stay. that question, but. He said, yeah, we'll stay. Yeah, yeah, well, let's do it after. I think just that's a better idea, because we, I mean, we, we don't want to. We don't want nice to be like, that's not the first familiar that's <laughs> been sound down here. So yeah, I'll wait till after we've had the benefits of the Just worried about getting caught, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. Dragons are oh, yeah. I mean, So you want to do a round table of what we're doing? Yeah, just like there's a, a day and a night, yeah. so... Yep. I mean, for 12 hours, I mean, Mop works on the forge. I mean, it's a calculated risk. It is, there is noise mm-hmm. involved, but it's just too tempting. It's too tempting to have this forge there, and, like, the Dwarger didn't do shit, and he knows that, like, they're not chumps. They're much maligned, but they work. They're just, they just don't have the, the spark of innovation that Mock knows that he has, and of course the dwarves of the race have. Uh, but, uh, and then, yeah, be getting nothing additionally from, uh, from Andril or whatever. Can't remember the name. Just can't do it. Um, decides just to, to, to work a few. Arundel. 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 Decides to just work a few small items. I mean, 12 hours actually is enough for Mock to make something more substantial. And so he fires up the forge and just kind of meditative, in a meditative fashion, just, um, yeah, just carves himself or kind of a, ham- hammers him out um, a, a few arrowheads to get the sense of it. And then, uh, and then puts together just a, a, a bracer, just, uh, you know, an, an armband, like a, like a, like a torque. Um, yeah, again, just a, a small project, something that, 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 that could be decorative, but also... And just just to, to get, if nothing else, to say I worked the forge of Dragetan. <laughs> if nothing else, um, and Mock finds that this forge and this anvil are they're they're a dream wow. to work on. Uh, it's you know you 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 saw the enchantment and you saw the sort of visual condition and and it's not until working it that you can feel the magic. In these things, like the assistance, just how it cooperates. It, it cooperates. Like everything yeah. takes like one or two strokes less, right? Yeah, like, it's just like a little less. Like the 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 metal heats to just the right temperature. It's almost as if 
you know, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a precise, there's a precision in like when to pull out, when to pull the metal out and yeah. when, you know, all of that. And you're finding that it's like, it gets to that temperature faster, which is almost like it almost can catch you off guard if you are a less skilled uh, craftsman, but then it holds there where it needs to be instead of overheating and causing these other problems. It's just all of these, every step of the way is just easier and, and, and mock can likely only feel the anticipation, not anticipation, or maybe the regret of, of what it would be like if the person that was able to create these enchantments was here working alongside you to be casting spells and using his right. magic actively in the process, not just with this latent 200-year-old enchantment. And begins probably to get a sense of how of how Durgeddon's armor came to be, right? He says, he says, if there is just, if you can insert other forces into play, you weren't just working with tools and with with raw materials. He said, like he he just like imagines he imagines maybe some of these some, some of these things being reality with the precision and with the with like with like with this type of you know like this type of lab and yeah just enjoys working something and gets lost in his work after a short time. How does how does that make Mock feel? Um, sort of doing this, experiencing it, and, it, and if you take Durgeddon at his word, whether he's being overly right. um, humble or perhaps entirely entirely literal, that, yeah. I mean, he said in his, in his journal that he was, he's a journeyman without, uh, with, without mm -hmm. his, his partner. That is, I mean, that's something that um, Mach didn't read too heavily into, just because... Yeah, it, it's a hard thing to say. I mean, like, he... Walking through this place, you have to know that Durgeddon was great, right? Like, I'm not... He doesn't say it's false modesty, and maybe it's true. Maybe he was someone of no remarkable skill in crafting, perhaps. But it just doesn't tell the whole story of Durgeddon to say that he wasn't a great dwarf and a great leader, inspiring the, the like, the, uh, the, the loyalty and, and, and leading his people. It's just not something that, like... I mean, no no crafter works alone in their forge or if in any pursuit. Like, no one goes and mines the ore. I mean, in very rare circumstances, do you get like an end to end experience, and that's really almost just that's a very lonely dwarf. Yeah, it's for the sake of it, right? It's yeah, more yeah. just kind of like it's, there's no purpose. Like dwarves are very clannish; they they work together in such cooperation. So, I mean, many many of the best crafters have had apprentices that have outshined them and that they've relied upon. I mean, uh, so it's not like a relationship that he feels like is this is the first time he's heard something like that. Um, if it in fact is very true, it only speaks more to the mastery of Arundel, uh, Arundel, um, and you know, maybe something for Mach to think of later as he maybe seeks to bring his art to the next level if there is this level of, 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 of enchanting, but um, it's not something that, I mean, yeah, it's just not something that catches him, you know, it's not something that weighs heavily upon him. It's just more, clearly these are two great dwarves, clearly they love their work, clearly they love their, and they, and they, and they in concert were able to do many great things, and um, so, again, he's, he's more, he's more just kind of like, you know, it's like, it's like whatever, you have, 
it's like you have like a violin that's like a, like a Stratus violin and you're gonna play it for maybe the last time in history and then you have to like throw it in the ocean or something and it's just like it's kind of like the circumstances weigh more heavily than any sort of like historical mm-hmm. you know credit like credit I see so he's feeling a lot of sort of sadness as he uses this like he knows he's gonna have to leave it behind and he and And he he knows that it clearly won't be able to get get anything from the actual physical like he found the ghost of the guy who did the work and like that person has nothing to tell him clearly and it's just like like like, like, what it could have should have and it's like and the the journal had nothing to do look he just is kind of like reconciling the fact that he's probably gonna leave Grindergar knowing nothing about what actually was crafted here and that's so he's 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 working it out working it out let's do Bear John next um Bear John is well let's see we've got how many hours you said 12 you, basically you're looking at like 16 hours 16 About so many so many thousand hours. push-ups so many push-ups well it's kind of it's it's definitely on the agenda uh, she's got a pretty firm. I get that pump. Well, it, you know, it's a body weight workout routine. It's there's not a lot here as far as like, you know, yeah. heavy you can pump stuff. The force from off for a bit. Absolutely, yeah, no, you can yeah. <laughs> definitely put that put that effort to use. Um, but yeah, so there's there's a part of that that is definitely involved. And after a certain point, though, um, feeling suitably. Uh, like work the work the quads, the abs, and all you know, that all bug. the full full body full body workout. Um, settles down in her spot. You know, she's kind of got like her all her stuff and all your stuff yeah. and everything that she carries. It kind of just gets splayed out all all around in her in her like designated. <laughs> she like zone. reorganize her pack. She really reorganizes it, but it's more about like putting it all out there so that if anyone needs anything, it's all there. So they don't have to bother her. They don't want anyone to um, their job. Where'd you, you, that, where'd you get where'd that? Where'd you get that? put my mug in your pack. Exactly. And, and just, you know, and if anyone's not watching, she'll open up the honey thing the second that no one's looking. Scrum asks for that as soon as that, <laughs> as he hears the noise. <laughs> he has interest in the jug. Okay. Well, she hands him the jug then. Um, I have plans for that. I have plans for that jug. Plans for that jug? Aww. Not involved honey. <laughs> she, she's like this close, dude. Right. She's like Scrim has, Scrim has the jaw. He's appended with the jaw. Oh, fair job. Sl- jaw clenches in slight disappointment. But that's okay. She's had honey way more times than she was due, so it's okay. So many days of travel. So many days, and it's like so a many generic. Days of it's honey. not. It's a generic honey too. It's not even like a specific area. It's, it's not like from a specific grove or a, or a field somewhere. It's just the concept of honey. The concept. Just of honey. you know that kind of like that that most generic of honey. That's what that honey is. You missed it. Just... A scrimcorn grabbed the jug before she right turned before. It I left right. the bathroom because I couldn't hold hold it any longer. <laughs> I, I, I left the bathroom to the sentence the concept of honey, <laughs> and I was like, I really tried to go fast so I wouldn't miss anything, just, and I missed significant information. You can't. No. Um. <laughs> no. Berna was getting out and was about to, before anyone could notice her yeah. doing it. Just and then of course Scrimcorn not making what her Scrim very happy at acid? all. He'll do his thing later. Anyway. Still, still bear jaw. Anyway, so she sets up aside because um, she laid out all the stuff that she's been carrying. Perfect. And uh, then, the, the then, bizarre, as it were. Yes, quite. It, it's starting to look like she's carrying around a shop. Um, and and free now of that burden, um, takes the hammer of all souls and um, sits down and puts puts <gasps> oh, it. Yeah. Puts it in her, in her hands, 
and just considers it for a moment, and, you know, kind of gets like a, like, you know, taking take stock, <laughs> taking stock of it. Um, so she sets that aside, and then she gets out this, um, what, what is a pretty fresh but clean skull uh, with, the, with the top uh, removed, so it's more of a bowl-type skull. It's probably a goblin. It looks about that size. Oh, or a very young orc. It's tricky. Tricky to identify them at this point. Um, and gets out a little bit of, um, of like a... It's, it's puffy. It's kind of like um oily wool kind of look to it. It looks like... And you smell it, and yeah, it's definitely old ram wool. Um, she's probably been carrying this thing around since before she knew you guys. Because um, you didn't see her like harassing any rams recently. Pretty bright. Pretty. So, yeah, so she puts that in, she lights that up. You know, it doesn't burn, it just smolders and smolders and smolders and smolders, and it smells like burnt wool. Burnt oily wool. And the oil is ram oil, it's not like she oiled the wool with anything pleasant, just just that. A lot of lanolin. It's quite, well, it's rancid lanolin, you know, it's that, it's gone, it's turned. It's lanolin, it's coarse. <laughs> it's not good. No. It's, co- it's coarse, of course. Um, and so yeah, so that's kind of permeating the air, and she then like takes the hammer and she's like holds it in her hands and sitting there, kind of cross-legged, just in, just enormous Goliath in the in the corner, surrounded by all her things, just goes into like a complete trance, focusing on absolutely nothing. Like you can't can't like figure out where her eyes are focused anymore, but she's like deeply concentrating on this hammer. Um, attuning herself to it in a mechanical sense um, and um, really just diving into the to the feelings of home and hearth and like burning wool is the, about the closest thing that she can get to uh, to a to a homey kind of thing here so that's that's what she's invoking not of our in homes. not all of our homes smell like incense like dresses not everyone's now hers definitely doesn't there's not a lot of that kind of thing. So that's what she does for the the necessary amount of time, which I think is the long, just a, the long rest. A bit. It's a short a rest, bit. actually, so you, oh, get, so that, you get that done right away. So that's good. That's good. And then, yeah, I'll, in the effort of not playing out an entire 16 hours, just that kind of uh, pattern of working out, working with the hammer, like testing it out a few times like all these things are part of her restful experiences is, is testing out her weaponry and we're and doing push-ups and like trying to find well, ways to make this room not insane making because it's just there's nothing to fight and all y'all are busy doing your own thing Mako won't take a minute from his forage work to spar with you but he'll, he's definitely willing to See? bark unwanted and uninvited Suggestions about how you should use the hammer. It was invited. It was invited long ago. Uh, they true. agreed. They, they talked um, about that it. he would give some advice. Uh, yeah. ha- just hammer techniques and hammer like, hammer time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's it's useful, and she does take the advice under consideration and and uh, finds the results advantageous. So, so you get you get kind of a so you get a enter the dragon montage type thing. Sweet. Does she throw it? Does she throw it? Does she throw the hammer? Yes, she throws the hammer. She's gonna just pick a spot. Um, she picks, she goes out here. She goes out here. She picks one of these pillars. Oh man! 
One, two, three. You have to roll that. Yeah, you know that cave in that Mark is oh, right yeah, Gosh, does it circle back to her hands? Because it's it's well, I don't know yet. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> she only picked one. Hopefully, it's not a load bearing one, but yeah, she picks one that looks like you know, it's probably. Columns. It's, it's roll, roll, roll that twenty. Roll that twenty. Roll that twenty. Roll that 20. Okay. Nine. Uh, plus ten. Ooh, nineteen. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yikes. Um, Bearjaw's never gonna miss again. Yeah, we're still looking for. Never gonna miss 30 again. Thirty years later, we're like still looking for Snowbay, man. She could be anywhere. <laughs> she could be. Uh, anywhere. <laughs> you guys mentioned Snowbay. I heard she's been looking for ever. No, no, you missed over there. Wrong. No, we checked that place yesterday. Literally, we definitely need to go this way. Away from <laughs> Snowbay. <laughs> away from the rumors of Snowbay. Snowbay's coming. <laughs> This is put out a spy network to make sure we're never exactly. in the same quadrant of the world. Yeah, we yeah. need to avoid. We this. should really look in the near the equator in these hot deserts. <laughs> yeah, let's go down there. Down there. <laughs> Sixty more arid climates. Snowman, snowman will defend this cave. Basically, Bear Justice turns into like a snowman golem with their amazing hammer. My precious. Okay, so. Yeah, it's it's Bearjaw's first throw with it against the pillar is uh, um, no. Well, you know, it's, it's a nineteen, but it's but it's not a, a it's a, it's a natural nine, and it's a natural it's a hit. Nine. It's a solid. It's hit. a you know Could she pump. she throws it and it hits and, and you know and when it strikes it sort of wobbles back sorry, towards sorry. her. But it's, oh. I'm sorry, this is really the cardioids. The cardioids. You're can't. supposed to just put your snot in your sleeve. That's what that hammer sounds right? like as it's flying through the air. <laughs> 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 no, that's the cardigan by Kleenex. When it hits, I go like this. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> that's very scrimcorn. Uh, so the oh yeah, that was just scrimcorn playing his voice. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sort of wobbles through the air like like it's uh, I'm learning uh, how it's to use moving it. towards her, but like. And then with each additional throw, it's you know it becomes a little more. Obviously, you're just practicing throwing it, but it's the return. You're sort of like there's the will that you have to exert on it as this, mm. this, this, it physically comes back, right? It's it not like winking back into your hand. And as you get it more and more, what it does is it just shoots immediately back. Just handle first, right to the hand. Oh, that feels that feels good. Does she catch it okay, or is it kind of like a wobbly experience? Like I feel like Bearjaw's first, you know, the, the first time it's, it's yeah, she was not expecting like... it. It sort of throws her backwards and she stumbles, and then you just like, now that you're expecting it. I feel like when Bearjaw first threw it, she was probably expecting it to have some sort of Arc or like some or sort of backed like by up. physics, right? Like maybe, some maybe, does sort it of. even fly end over end? Like if a, she like throws a, it that way, like I physically would. But I could. Or does it just like fly straight with the hammer? Like go uh, hammer. Go. Not, I guess I'm asking Kaylin. I mean, it's, how does bear jaw? How does bear jaw throw? A lot of different ways. It really, it really depends on what she's going for. She There's can a English on she it. can do a full discus kind of effect. Yeah, the kind of you know, and and have it go this way. Or the end over end way. It really depends. So she's on she's finding kind that it flies strike that in all want. these different ways it's very all, well. It's versatile, oddly enough. Um, and um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you mean, know, hammers can be weighted different ways, designed to be thrown and uh, throwing hammers. You know, she can grab it by the ha- by the heavy end. part and just shot put it. He's like she's trying new methods. He's, he's just never seen a hammer do that. He's, Seen a lot of hammers do a lot of things. <laughs> so He's many. never seen a hammer do that. Grabs by the head, throws it for piercing damage. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> handle impales. He, he gets, he gets it into his mind. We're just like feeding the handle to some poor beast. Like, 
probably a sentient one, just like, yeah, I didn't want to shake you to death, so I'm just going to like <laughs> stuff a hammer down your craw. You are now my, my hammer sleeve. There you go. My hammer sleeve. Well done. All right. My hammer cozy. This is what Bear Joe spends most of the time doing before sleeping for the night. Before sleeping and, and eating, oh, and there's like jerky that is had, and no honey. Who wants no to go next? Speaking of, no, 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 that's a fair assessment of the time. With that, uh, I probably do need to mosey. Yeah. Okay, so Kaelin's going to head to bed. Thank, Thank you. Kaelin. Thank you for staying in the morning. Yeah, yeah we're doing an extra night. night. Yeah. Thank you for... Way to get that hammer on board. Yeah, man. Uh, Had to get that done. Fuck that dragon. Fuck Cloaca. Ugh. Someone's got to say it every time. No, no one has to say it. We've been, you just we've, choose to we've say probably it. Had like a probably like sticking a hammer in the dragon cloaca. About five or six sessions running where someone's said cloaca. Oh yeah, male reptiles male have cloacas. We have limits. No, no, and we need to talk about it. We need to what talk about it every time. That's uh, all right, all right. Scrimcorn is going next. Let's do the scrim. Oh no. no oh no. Sorry. Oil vein's next. Uh, as everybody goes off to do their own thing, oil vein is kind of just standing in the middle of the main chamber. Kind of got his hands on his hips, thinking. Wondering what his own thing is. And then he starts to frown as he looks around, and he sees all the dead Duragar skull dashers. <laughs> so he sets about the cleaning of the place, oh. trying to hide what the what we did, what we did last summer. Does he go into the temple chamber with the uh, yeah he goes where the Duragar leader yeah. is? Like she's still all tied up. Her oh throat God. is just open, and her head is like back. Yeah. He, uh, he... Her larynx exposed. Her <laughs> larynx. Puts a, puts a cloth over her face and drags her out. And, um, uh, he also kind of just checks their bodies to see if there's anything of import on their... Gives them another once over. Yeah, sure. Once over. Anything? Shakes loose another 20 gold pieces. Ah, well done. Just a couple, like... The non-ocular pack hidden, hidden, <laughs> hidden, like, uh, like little... Slip. You can tell, like... The, the little bits you're finding, these are coins hidden from the other Dwarf. Right? Yeah, like so like many slipping yeah. a little thing. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go pay the dragon. He's cleaning <laughs> up the down. bodies to hide what happened, but he's also like, well, he might have something on him. I might as well just. They're all yeah. dead at this point, not mostly. Talk about risk assessment. Like, the Dwarf will, will risk, like, shimming from the top of the dragon payment. <laughs> Skimming. They were, they were walking a fine line, which they walked well until we cut their tight rope. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he uh, does a little scrubbing. He's uh, dragging some bodies around, and inter- intermittently he shows up at the forge, dra- dragging a body, and he nods to Mark. Yeah. And every time, like, S- when you're done... Stoke my coals. Yeah. Every time you're, like, not on the forge, he waits for you to finish. Or when you're on the forge, which is waits for you to finish, and then he'll toss some of the bodies on there. And, and you do see that every time you throw a dwarger into his finely tuned forge, he just grabs a piece of slag and starts hammering on it, just like... For a few for a few minutes, just like again, keeping his rhythm up, doing some things, but no longer working on what he's working on. And so <laughs> that dwarger is shadows and dust. Yes. Um, yeah. So he does his best uh, to uh, just clean up that situation, yeah. uh, make sure that you know any uh, evidence that the skull bashers were here, um, what we did to the skull bashers is <laughs> taken yeah. care of. So nice uh, to ease his own. Conscience, not conscience, but just uh, for his priority, future, future self and the future selves of the group. So. Yeah. All right. He'll thank me later. <laughs> uh, yeah, Scrimcorn. Uh, as uh, especially when we're not just uh, just getting some shut eye, we're kind of just 
uh, everyone's kind of got their packs open and everything. He he opens up and so he has when his pouches are not like uh, like pockets, like it's like a full like each of the other pouches. When he's reaching in there for bugs or slime and stuff like that, there's uh, there's there's plenty of volume in there. And so he's kind of laying those out and like essentially re like re-upping some of them. He's getting some like dirt from areas if it, if he needs like mud. He's like putting dirt into that thing. He's like making sure there's like fresh moisture in the soil of some of his like mushroom kind of ones. He's got a he's got a pouch with the that he has cultivated. He started cultivating the spores. He put in spores from the giant mushroom area and mixed them with the multicolored mushroom slime. Ah. Uh, and that and just uh, just seeing if that'll that'll kind of jumpstart any growth in there. Um, and then he. Uh, Dan's character sheet is fifty percent slime and mushroom and fungus records. Bile titrations. Uh, I uh, I was immune to troglodyte stench a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <coughs> for 24 hours. The multi-fluid jug, uh, or the MFJ. Yeah. Um, I like that. It's good. It's good. I have. I'm writing down uh, water, honey, ale. Oh, I got that info. Okay. Acid. Yeah. Um, because uh, scrim was the, if if we have a scrap with the and actually. Because we're here, I assume there's a little bit of chat. Do you want to know the, the yeah. different ones? Yeah. Acid, basic poison. Basic poison. Basic poison. Dax got to this again. Beer. Oh, basic poison. Honey. Mayonnaise. Oh, I forgot. What the fuck? Okay. Two gallons. Okay. It's not even like a May- I'm sure substance. Mayo. Like- Oil. Where we find this thing? Stardew Valley? <laughs> vinegar? Oh, vinegar. Fresh water. Salt water. And wine. We've never tapped the wine. We've only done honey. A beer. We've definitely done beer oh, a couple I think of times. We, um, we gotta break out that mayo. <laughs> uh, so, Scrim, just, you know, as we're, as we're, I assume there's some, some conversations as we're sitting around, kind of campfire and stuff like that. There's plenty of time to, um, do that. Uh, Scrim uh, says, if we're... <clears throat> I'm a man who appreciates honey as much as the next honey glutton. We can use more than a few of these for tactical advantage. Um, and he's going to uh, gonna go find some uh, either some pouch, like water skins or pouches, or uh, actually he's going to hurry before they Ladders. all get torched. Um, anything without the insignia of the skull crushers, um, and just gear that they have, leathers There's that you can use, um, blankets, especially stuff that, that can hold water, hold a liquid. Um, and um, there's not a skill for crafting, but he basically wants to make pouches that will, for example, for the, the practical effect, he wants to be able to like fill up a gallon jug of oil. And then mm-hmm. suspend it on something, throw it on something, and then I'm changing up my spells so I can actually produce flame and light it on fire, so we can do some some pitch battle like battlefield stuff. Sure, roll pitch. wisdom check. Um, wisdom. Crafting uh, would it be wisdom or dexterity? I wisdom. Um, I squeeze my lucky cockroach. It hisses. Ha! Huh! It is displeased. Uh, I rolled a one, wow. and I got a one on the, the thing. It's a critical. It's a critical. Like now he's just oily, right? 
Yeah, it's a critical failure, but it's a. Uh... Oh, that's a saving throw. Um, yeah, three, four, four total. Uh, yeah, you know, you got to start somewhere, and he's trying to, he's trying to sort of make something new here, that and it's hold. not his wheelhouse, and uh, he learns a lot while doing it, though. Like, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna take a bit of uh, sort of iteration to uh, to figure this sort of thing out. He's not proficient. In crafting, well, you have twelve hours. You can probably give another go, maybe. Uh, and yeah, if you if maybe you're walking through, other people see you, and uh, yeah, he does remark. He says, "Ah, I'm glad it wasn't the acid." Well, I like the <laughs> idea that he's trying to pour oil in this bag, puts a big cork in a small bag, and he just pours it, pulls it, and just goes pour all over the bag. Goes, well, that didn't work. Right, so it's an oil-covered bag, and then he like. Ties it off and hangs it. Doesn't realize that, like, because it's all oil drenched, that like the oil starts seeping out. Yeah. And he yeah. comes back and it's just like an empty bag, like an hour later. He's like, "What the fuck? I just filled the Who oil. emptied out my bag? Yeah. It definitely wasn't my craftsmanship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I will <laughs> say, yes, we can make a half ounce of wine. Of, or sorry, of basic poison. Half ounce basic poison. A vial of poison sells for 100 gold pieces. Oh, yes. We could just become oil merchants. <laughs> just Maybe merchants. even snake oil merchants. All right, so, you um, so he's uh so he's basically uh uh this is this is scrimcorn uh learning um what language was very you don't learning language. Oh, so this is basically um scrim wants to kind of learn to uh to make pouches and eventually traps kind of stuff with some of the stuff. Um <laughs> On the road, and this is just kind of he's going to slowly work towards that. Um, so this this role represents you know sort of Scrimcorn's starting point in this uh, uh, time. But like you said, you've got if you're spending most like your whole time working on this sort of thing, um, then yeah, you've got time to get to a point where you can make something that works. But you know this is this is where Scrimcorn starts. There's like no concept of 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 how to do it correctly, right? And you're sort of like now you see like oh it's got to be treated in a particular way. Like oh that's not naturally like waterproof like it's got to be That's sealed that, a hole in and, it. I didn't you catch know. that one um yeah so uh so can I can I basically as a, as the finished product for this um sit down and doing this have something that can hold oil that can be either you know strung up and then shot with an arrow so it leaks out or thrown to release onto a square or something like that or like what's the basically so narrative over mechanically do I have something I can use in combat I mean, you yes, you have something that you can use and narrative first, and the effect of it would be determined later. Okay, um, but you, you've got a you've got a sack. Yeah, now, basically, you shoot it with an arrow in your example, and it's not going to hold oil in, anymore. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, no, to release it, he wants to figure out. If there's you know, is it basically is the path going to be oil water balloons, or is it going to be oil you know uh, uh, oil bucket slippery like shoes you want to try out different things and eventually <laughs> on the bridge uh, use skins from some exotic creatures and replace that oil with acid but yeah that's that's chapter two that's chapter two exotic creatures uh, like I don't know scale like, well, like dra- dra- black dragon skin um, while he has while he has all the stuff out and he's and he's changing his pouches um, that that changing of pouches is me uh, relearning switching around a bunch of spells actually um the mainstays are still there, like the, the good berry, but he's going to produce flame, which makes you create a flame and be able to throw it to, you know, like some oil, for example. You can throw it like 30 feet or something. Um, and then getting spike growth, so if we want to hole up against... Spike growth and plant growth. We want to hold up against the... Dwarf get some cool stuff with that. So he's really just like... You see him shifting around. He's 
as always, very utilitarian, very laser focused on the task at hand. Would you and call? He's, and he's prepping Daisy to to approach Vice a little differently. Would you call your all of your supplies? Would you call it more of a collection or more of like a garden? Um. Uh, or another word. I had to say uh, a little bit of both. Like there's basically there are there are the seed pouches. There are like the Johnny uh, Apple uh, um, the mother dough pouches. Yeah. The, the, like soured up. There's the mother dough, and then he takes some of that off, and he like cultivates that into into something that he can use on the fly for spell components and stuff but like that. But it's also with him. Right, but yeah, like, there's, there's also plenty the, of growing things on his there's person. A, there's a bunch of different either funguses or molds yeah. or like little, not hives, but like, you know, a small colony of some of these You should use kombucha skins <laughs> to make the pouches because they're like, uh, well, they're liquid. I just want to ask, what is like maybe the most prominent or noticeable of all those? Um... I mean the what one, is one of them. I mean he's he's I would say that he has at least one pouch that is that is large enough and has dirt and there are bugs like worms and beetles and, and like maggots larvae. Larvae just kind <coughs> of like it's not always closed kind of thing like that. So that's gonna be the Yeah. Like the, that's the Arc de Triumph. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Alright. Tristan. Tristan goes into his tent. Uh, takes out all his notes, writes furiously in some journals, um, but at one point takes a bunch of his books and journals and kind of blocks off the doorway of the tent so that if anyone opened the flat, he would be a little bit hidden. And then he takes out a parchment and a quill and an ink pot and he writes a letter. The camera sees him writing... Dear Lord Adric, or Lord Amberhelm, I write to you knowing you wish for my demise. I have seen the fate that awaits me in the afterlife, and I am not eager to be cast into that cold realm outside Moradin's protection. So I write to you this letter, hoping to find another path. I write to you from the depths of Grundrakar. I write to you assuming all you have done has been for the best of our clan. I write to you knowing you have sought the power of the pool of souls and betrayed the dwarves of Krunjakar. Grandfather, patriarch of my family, please send word to me that we can resolve this peacefully. I do not want to see harm come to my cousins or companions. I know a man's path to greatness passes through shadowed lands. I regret with all my heart the harm I have caused our clan. Your grandchild, Drustin. And then, having written this, throw some sand on the, the wet ink, shakes it up, rolls it up, puts in a little leather scroll case, and then kind of puts it on an, in an inner pocket of his jacket. Amazing. The ranger shouts, Betrayal! <laughs> uh, and then like, when it's time to go to bed, he like comes out and he goes, Oh, oh that's studying the notes and maps and such. So much writing of things. How, how long did it take him to write? It took him a while. Like, uh, the, the, the invisible camera 
sees him really thinking over the words, considering what to write. Uh, Onga and Batform is hanging from the ceiling of his tent. He's got a little like uh, perch for her that she can perch on in different forms. <laughs> He's got like a button like a multifunctional <laughs> cave, yeah, like, yeah, owl yeah, slash yeah, bat yeah. perch. Yeah. It's like one of those cat play things. Seagull. Yeah. <laughs> Seagull kind of like whatever nest. And everyone until he pauses and like looks up at Anga and it's like well yeah. Like as if he's having like in a, a silent conversation with her, um, <laughs> though they can't communicate telepathically. But he just he can read her they know aura. Each other. They know each other. <laughs> they know each other. Yeah, and uh, so it takes him like a couple hours to write this, and then he comes out and puts out his bedroll and sleeps out there. <laughs> he's got a tent, but he does not sleep in the tent. That storage tent. Like you said, it's, just, it's an introvert tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just but he kind of wants to be close to his family when he sleeps. The mental health tent. Yeah, every wizard has their tower, whether it be a tower or sometimes just a tent. <laughs> and by the end of the night, he has dreamed of the ruins and relics and the ways that they communicate to him about what is needed. And he gets his new portents. The last time we got like a four and a half. I know. I know. I oh, yeah, that actually was really good, right? You want those extremes. <laughs> Uh, 16 oh. and 12. Well, 16 is pretty good. Bit, but 16's really good. Yeah. 12 would be nice for a hit. It's such an important role. Oh, I know. Really? Yeah, it is. 12 might be nice for like. I hate those portents. I know. <laughs> they mess up everything in clutch moments. Pretty yeah. much nothing else in the divination like uh, pathway is that good, except for the portents. If we know a guy has a bad save, the 12 is actually good for that. Yeah, exactly. Right in there. wants something, but I don't know what. He's going to each of us and like pawing at his pet. One fell down a little. No, he's, he's more insistent. Something else is going on. I think he just wants food. He got his water. Food when we're done playing. He got his water. What's his problem? Um, did Butters eat? No, he eats it right before we go to bed. <laughs> I mean, I gave him a whole bunch. Which of means he's hungry by the evening. I gave him like twenty chicken nuggets. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> getting back on track. He didn't chew. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the day and the night and the morning pass without interruption, and each or of Dax. you in your own ways, at, or Dax. Uh, each of you in your own ways, um, you know, passes that time. And Baron, we didn't actually speak on behalf of, but maybe who has the most important preparation. Oh, yeah. he'll, he'll have time to narrate yeah. that when he gets back. We're, we're right near the end of our session Perfect. here, Perfect. so, yeah, yeah, so we, we, we won't skip it. We'll need to catch him up on everything. Talking to a ghost, that's very barren. No, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I didn't know where we were headed. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, it is now morning. What's your first order of business? Dragon Bat. Oh, wait, Dragon Bat. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Tristan leads them. Rolls up his tent first, please. Um, and then <laughs> puts it on Barry Tow's back. He's not a barbarian. <laughs> no offense. Yeah. And then <laughs> puts a fresh edge on Leads him. them. Uh, when they get to here, he like holds up his hand and like whispers like, I'll go as close as I need. And uh, he's going to go like. Roll stealth check. Yeah. 40 feet from the edge of the pit. Five. Six. Okay. And then. Justin is, uh, you know, walking 
He's going like skirting, skirting the river as the roar of the yeah. waterfall gets louder and he's louder. He's like fifty feet from the edge of the pit still. Like yeah, he's not getting right up to it. And then uh, he puts his senses into Anga's. He closes his eyes. He is blind and deaf while this happens, but he can see and but hear through dog. Anga. And Anga does have uh, as a bat. I believe she has dark vision, maybe even blind sight. Yeah. He does have blind. I checked. The bat has blind sight. Good. Yeah. If it's a bat, they have blind. And yep, she flies. She flies down, acting as much like a bat as possible into night skill. Posing as a bat. Yeah. Um, Squawk. Squawk. Yeah. Could also summon her as a fish and just run. I mean, there's water here. What does she see? So as she flies down, you can't hear, right? You no, can I can see, see here. I get say? her sense. Oh, you get her sense. Okay. I can the check that. Though. Thundering spray of water fills the chamber that's down below. See through its eyes and hear what it hears. Pooling and flowing out and joins a larger river uh, down below here. This is a, and there's, it's all just natural caverns. Um, you can feel. You can. Uh, let, let me let me do it. So uh, yeah, the the waterfall is just deafening down here. Even worse because this is where it hits. Um, there is a uh, there's a broad ledge that heads uh, north towards the river that this waterfall flows into, and there you can see that the that ladder, the rope ladder, yeah, uh, from up above goes all the way down here to the uh, to the ground. There is a bridge to the uh, to the north of this pool that goes over part of the river, and she can like fly over that. And uh, you can even see through her senses that you know this is this must have been built. This probably built by the dwarves long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, this bridge, and then let's see, she's starting to reach right at the edge of uh, where you can see through. Yeah, so she's basically just looking around for the dragon, getting an eye on the dragon. Well, so the river, uh, the river flows, and then you can see that it opens up into a very large chamber with what must be an underground lake, oh. still water, other than the river sort of flowing into it. Uh, there's an underground lake that is, uh, yeah, that 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 old bridge leads to another ledge where the uh, uh, it's just a big, huge. Large lake must be the source of the underground river. So it's the source of it, actually. So the river's going the other direction. And the waterfall joins that river. Uh, but she'd have to go further in there to see much. How far is her blind sight? 60. 60 feet. Yeah, so like she can't see to the other side. So okay. fly, uh, where is she? Fly she doesn't see the dragon. You're at the 100-foot edge. But uh, what you know of black dragons is that they like these sorts of environments. What you're seeing yeah, down here is not... Moist. Surprising to you, um, she would need to fly further into that chamber. Okay, so I'll start stepping five feet at a time, closer to the edge of the pit. Uh, oh yeah, I kind of was already assuming you were at the edge of oh. the pit. Oh really? Okay, so by this time I've You can see a decent amount into this chamber, and it may, uh, maybe so you're seeing about forty percent into it. I are don't are you going to descend? Is the question? No, kind of. Okay. Spider claw. I could. I've got spider climb. So the idea is you can see through her senses, but only when she's within a certain range of you. So basically he has 160 feet of vision. 
100 feet from her, and then 60 feet beyond her. I don't see the size of the dragon. Or I don't see the dragon. Not here, but I mean, you can tell that this is like, this is the room. Yeah. Yeah, 160 feet is not that much space. You and she's got keen hearing. You don't hear yeah. anything moving around in here. Especially as you're a, away you're from that waterfall now. Shortest yeah. anga ever. Or... Yeah, I'll just, no, I'll just spend like 10 minutes with her at that 100 foot range. And if we don't see anything, I'll just walk back. So you're not going to have her go further in? No, because she can't communicate to me about it after. Uh, oh, she goes and learns something? Yeah, and she'll just be like, they, keep, 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 they can't communicate. They can't. You don't have telepathy, but you can't communicate to her anyway. She can't come back and say, like, hey, I found the dragon. She could, There's she could nothing be. here that says that we... Is she intelligent? It's kind of rude. I mean... I'm, just, I'm, just, no, no, I'm it, not trying to strategize yeah, no, for no, you, no, but no, can't no, you no. be like, huh? Huh? No, yeah, I, 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 I'm all oh, Sorry. I, I missed the one half of a sentence. While you're familiar with within 100 feet of you, you can communicate with it telepathically. So, yeah, she oh. can go for that. <laughs> okay. I totally meant, I kept reading that and then the stuff about sight, but not the, oh, so we can communicate all the time. So, no, we, she just, we know nothing about familiars, so you could have been like, yeah. also, when she's within 30 feet, she has tentacles. She's just like, wow, you know cool. She's moody. She doesn't like, always I like that there. 2018 upgrade. Uh, okay. Uh, Anga's curious here. She's felt like a total adventurer in this <laughs> So she far. Loves job. And like, when no. she dies, it's not painful for her. This is not a, her actual physical form. So uh, I, I say, you know, telepathically, I tell her, like, Onga, come on back. It's too dangerous. And she goes, like, I'm a bat. <laughs> I'm okay. Can you do a voice of Onga? Yes. I'm a bat. I'm okay. Uh, and she flies beyond range and goes flying about. And she will return to me once she spots the dragon. Yeah, um... Dave's pets. <laughs> so thirsty. She's gone for a minute. Two minutes. Three minutes. Four minutes. Standard. And then suddenly the telepathic link to her reestablishes. And you can see her, see through her vision, flying back up towards you. And you just get excitement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, telepathically, I say, how big is it? Uh, big she is she communicates to you. I'm not going to play like her yeah, voice yeah, or anything yeah, like yeah. that. But uh, she communicates to you that she saw it. She saw it sleeping. Uh, uh, and so she took a closer look. It took her a while. <laughs> she took a closer look, flew around its horde a bit. Uh, uh, and says, her little, yeah, her yeah. little bat wings aren't gonna, weren't going to disturb it. Uh, saw a couple other bats in there, so yeah. she's just like, oh, look at me. <laughs> um, so pro. <laughs> and, uh, and said, it's, uh, it's a small one. <laughs> she describes it, uh, when she communicates to you, she describes it about the size of, you know, maybe a, a little bigger than a really large horse. Okay. I mean, Unga normally just hangs out with dark games and dragons, so, you know, small for her. It's it's like, like, this guy, run to the litter. Did you did you see much treasure? Um. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she saw. Uh, uh, she saw coins. Is, the dragon was sleeping on coins. Ah. Uh, uh, laying laying on coins. There that was. Uh, there were there were weapons, shields. Uh, you know. <laughs> 
Drewson goes back to the group. So last oh, night, yeah. Mox said oh, we really shouldn't go fight the dragons. So easy if it was just... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he yeah. said. Like, and then he had a great idea. Drewson yeah, comes yeah, back to Bonga, uh, brings him around here and says, uh, Night Scale is a... Uh, uh, Onga said Night Scale is about a little larger than a large horse. Not too big. Uh, but we're sleeping on a pile of treasure. Coins, weapons, shields. God. So much easier if it was just out of our pay grade. Mox says, uh... Why couldn't it be a gargantuan Mox says... <laughs> he says, uh, sounds like the only question is whether or not we wait for the best assassin in the world. Yeah. We gotta know how far away they are. He says, uh... I mean, I wait... He's, so you have heard of me. How long have you been there? Be honest. Be honest. I what? No, no, nah, nah, I just walked in, but I assume everyone's talking about me at all times. He says, <laughs> I stopped clocking right twice a day, Dex. What do you learn? Says, you got a day. Oh. Slow buggers. Mudbeard got caught in the caught in the slurry, no doubt. Does that mean 24 hours or 8 hours? Huh? Like 24 hour day? Or like you've gotten oh. to the end of the day? I, that's, that's a fair question. He says, when I say a day, I mean a day. <laughs> How do you define a day? He I says, God, you dwarves, you live underground, you don't even understand. I mean 24 hours. Oh, you could have just said. We've uh, been much more precise. Um, Mark's like, Mark just says, he says, uh, just give or take a couple. He says, I caught up with them. I saw them. They got the full contingent of uh, 19 that I told you about, but I think there's someone else with them now. He says, another dwarf. Doesn't look like a mudbeard to me. Oi. Uh-oh. That's concerning. He says, could have gotten a little closer to find out more, but it seemed more important to give you the ETA. Zombie of a room. He says, uh, <laughs> I agree. And the timetable is much appreciated. We are simply... There have been a few developments since you left. One ritual and one horde. You thought I don't know what either of those mean. He says, uh, you thought the greatest treasure on this joining us would be best friends. (laughs) Says I did not, but uh, go on. (laughs) I made you think, didn't it? Uh, (laughs) but now you're gonna get best friends. I dax you. And treasure. Yeah. You ever kill a horse-sized dragon? <laughs> says, well, back on the dragon plan, eh? Says, you seen it? Yeah. Uh, Onga says it's not too big. How big's too big for a dragon? <laughs> Can't say I've taken a lot of contracts slitting the throat of a reptile. Well, except for the dragonborn. <laughs> Killed a lot of them. You haven't spent enough time with us. And uh, we don't mean to brag, but the last time we underestimated a dragon, we almost all died. <laughs> says, yeah, so, uh, yeah, okay, that sounds, uh, are you going to fight this dragon? Mox says, uh, he says, the wealth that uh, was spied there is worth the risk. He shrugs and he says, that's kind of my whole thing. Uh, he says, uh, he says, unless there's any other objections. I ain't never made a single gold without putting my life in danger. Yeah. Let's go get paid. Oh, right now. Uh. I? I mean, it's, it's, 
So it's. I just thought you were gonna, you know, work with the ghost. This is far more profit. I agree with this. Yeah. Ghost it's, seems like a waste of time to me. If you ask it, me, you thought that you did. It's sleeping right now. It's a good time as any. What allowed, but uh, I mean. So I guess I guess the, that's the, true. the yeah. question is, do we want to wait for Sam? For yeah, I feel like no, 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 that's no, not no, the question. That's not the question. Keep it in character. Keep, keep, keep going. Keep going. I, I, I want to ask about. I want to ask that question. Okay, okay. I do want to ask that question. Yeah. What? Like, like Sam would love a dragon fight, and I believe we do it now. He misses some of that. Uh, so I, again, I don't. It We're not matter. doing the dragon fight tonight. Okay. Don't worry about it. Let's keep playing out the session. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I just didn't know if it was going like that. We, so, we we don't have time for a big cool fight like that. Just, Perfect. Yeah. That's, that's all I need to know, just because I, I, the time I said it was an hour from now. So Shrimp yep. says, "I got you." I've been <clears throat> reorganizing some of my uh, my bits and bobs. I can get the ground covered in spikes. I can get overgrowth that's going to prevent anyone from walking through. But I can't do a lot to prevent it from getting airborne. And we actually didn't finish off Calcrix just to. Just in terms of our ability, we can we can beat up a dragon. We don't have a great record when it comes to finishing them off. And my brother does not want skull crushers having a grudge on him. Skull crushers, bashers, cousins of the crushers. I don't want a black dragon. Bear jaw with us. Bear jaw holds up the hammer and she says. It is okay if it goes airborne. Mark says, uh, he says, uh, there's, there's enough, there's enough firebolts and, and, uh, and searing rays and arrows that will bring it down if we need to from aloft. The big problem last time, as I remember it, is its breath. He says, uh, he looks at Dross and he says, if there's any way we can get it to fire off its breath at some of one of your illusions, then I'm sure we could close in and make quick work of the rest. Uh, he says, he says, but uh, that was what really, I mean, Calclix's teeth and claws were dangerous to Meepo, but I'd trust our armor against its, 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 uh, its natural weapons. I believe uh, I could create some illusions that would help. And at the very worst, I could always open up the brick stone for us to run into. He says, I, he says something like, I, no, no doubt it'll, gra- it'll, it'll gravitate towards the biggest cluster of enemies and bury them with that. And so if we could get some sort of illusion of a horde or, or group of, uh, or any grouping of creatures that would bait it out. That's my biggest fear. A bunch of cowering dwarves. Some dwargar. Some Only even dwargar. Or orcs. Looks at all yeah, uh, so, you know, so speak, speaking of orcs, um, so we've had, all had a, a night to think uh, on, uh, on, on yes. all of this, right? Um, so I would like to lay something out on the, on the, on the table here uh, with you all, if you would permit me to speak. I? Yeah. Uh, you know, so here's the deal. I would like you to not kill me um, when you leave this place, which it sounds like might be today. Um, so, I, you know, we've had some good times together, and I, I, I would like I, I'm I would like to formally request uh, maybe a, a pathway 
to me not dying in the next 24 hours. Uh, you know, if there's anything uh, maybe that I could do or provide value or, uh, you know, uh, uh, swear fealty or, you know, really anything's on the table here because death is currently pre the only other thing on the table. So I'm, I'm willing to put anything else on there for, you know, I, uh, I care about um, survival and uh, I would like to... You know, we don't have to talk about it right now. You know what? Let's fight the dragon. Uh, let's see how that goes. We might all die anyway, and that'll be fine. Glorious battle and all the rest. But uh, you know what? I'll help out as best I can in the fight. And uh, and then afterwards, then will you commit to a, a conversation where this uh, discussion can take place? After says, I think about... Your best offer in the meantime. <laughs> I will do just the thing. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm glad I got that off my chest. You know, I've been, man, it has been uh, bugging me. You know, sometimes I make, like, self-deprecating morbid humor about my own death, and it's really to cover up my, you know, uh, crippling fear about uh, you slitting my throat in the night. So I just felt like putting it out there on the table is just going to be clear my mind a little bit, especially for this this fight with the dragon, uh, you know? Because, you know, for a second there, I thought you were going to say that you could just get him to, to, to breathe to, to, to breathe on me. <laughs> oh, illusionary orcs. <laughs> I'll pick, I'll pick. Box says, if you could convince him to, I wouldn't be against it, but I just don't think he'll take the bait. I saw I'll pick them. At least, I mean, in my opinion, we're not going to kill you, but the more that you took... Yeah, I'm well, you know, it's... I swear. I don't know. I don't know what the rest of your problem is. This dwarven hold has taught me that so far Abek has been more loyal and honest than your average dwarf dealing through history. I'm just... That's... Average? I mean, average? I mean I'm just saying everything we've seen here... only this party is your experience, Grim... You must have a very high opinion of dwarves. For the company you keep is amongst the finest that I have ever met. And we'll continue on Thursday. Yeah. I think it's a good stopping point. That was great. It looks like fighting great. the dragon is going to be next up on the docket. It's going to require some probably significant uh, preparation, oh, yeah. discussion, yeah. strategizing. Um, and then, like, b both that and the, and the ritual would be heavily barren, so... Yeah. Well, so there's that, and, and both having both uh, uh, bear jaw and barren for a fight of this yeah, totally. import uh, yeah. uh, only makes sense. I agree completely. That, that was super fun to be able to squeeze that in. Like, I think it really set things up. Saturday uh, game. Saturday I game, I love your, like, hey, we need to leave this dungeon and find out where Arundel went. Wait, let me go through that door. Let's check one oh, more room. Hey, here's a room to... Like, I definitely, like, it wasn't my dwarven sixth sense. I mean, but my, like, I was like, okay, if I turn left, it's essentially...